Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and it is a live stream, so the video is a little long, but I put everything right here at the front that you might be looking for. If you're looking for information about New World Into the Void, a huge update, during this live stream, I will be reading through the actual patch notes because they're extensive. But right here at the beginning, I like to give a very short update about whatever it is I'm covering. This is an SNTR update. New World surprised its fans with a gigantic update entitled Into the Void with patch notes a mile long, significant changes, and the newly launched Void Gauntlet. If you like these short SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button or check out SNTR Gaming where I live streamed this segment. So they broke the notes into sections. I am not going to read through those notes in this video. It's going to do you a lot uh, better good to go and read it on your own or I read through them on my live stream if you want to go check the VOD or if you're watching the VOD right now. So They kicked off by talking about the Void Gauntlet. Obviously, the Void Gauntlet has been one of the more celebrated aspects of the public test realm, getting to see a new weapon. This sort of puts to bed any of the rumors or theories about how they were going to deliver new weapons. Some of us thought they would do them in batches. That was me. I thought, you know, they'll they'll do two or three at a time after the public test realms have you know had enough time to test out the new weapons it seems that they are happy to do one weapon at a time at least for now they also talked about the varangian knights they're sort of in new areas and doing new things I happen to think the Varangian Knights may be the beginnings of new factions. Just the way their icons and colors look, it could be an opportunity for New World to say, let's make map control a little bit more interesting and a little bit more spread out by introducing new factions. That way, it's not between three factions, it could become four, five, or more. We'll see, just a theory based on the art style and sort of how they've landed in the world. There's also a host of world updates they have just an enormous list of things that they've done to the world combat and ai are also getting a lot of tweaks and this section of the patch notes they comb through copious amounts of buffs and nerfs and adjustments to different weapons or underrepresented skill trees so be sure to check that out to see if your favorite weapon or build is going to get better worse or not at all There was a long, long, humongous list of bug fixes. This was obviously encouraging for those of us that have been covering and playing the game in light of some of the recent patterns in the game. It seemed like every week there was a new new world exploit about duping or something else that had to have wealth transfers shut down and other things so it's good to see a ton of bug fixes for the game to see that refinement and quality of life brought economy progression and loot have also been addressed one of the notable things in here trade houses being linked has been long awaited i was just playing yesterday huge uh, point of frustration sometimes when you just need one thing sometimes i'm just trying to do the town board grind and the town that a man doesn't have it also lots of changes to the progression and the loot as well lastly ui and social saw a host of updates as well so what you're going to want to do if you're curious about all these changes is head over to the new world site or head over to sntr gaming and watch my past broadcast i'm going to be combing over these notes with the audience breaking it down and discussing it we like to do this live because then we can kind of take our time and slowly walk through it we may dive into some gameplay as well to test some things out just 
to see how the game is running and how the game looks interested to see what the player base numbers look like because you know they were dropping they weren't dropping to numbers that were worrying but they were dropping and the concern for population and server mergers is obviously on the horizon for anybody who is playing in some of the more lower populated servers right now so as we continue to cover new world game and gameplay we will make sure to do these breakouts for you on sntr updates as well as live coverage on sntr gaming make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button here on sntr updates if you're in sntr gaming just sit put uh stay put because the show is about to begin as always i hope to see you in the next video thanks so much for watching And I'll see the rest of you right now. Appreciate you guys so, so much. What's the shirt? It is, uh, it's a Spider-Man Christmas shirt because they, uh, the the 80s tees has a ton of Christmas shirts. And so I got a bunch of them sent to me. So if you want to get some great Christmas shirts before we get into December, I figured now's the great time to start promoting them. So no, I am not getting into the Christmas spirit early. I'm letting you guys know about the really, really great lineup of Christmas shirts over there at 80s tees. So be sure to check that out. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody that is here right now we greatly appreciate everybody being here we appreciate the support and uh, the turnout we were gonna be covering halo today and we still will be covering halo today and the battle pass criticism uh i outlined this battle pass criticism before the game even launched and thankfully 343 is looking into it we'll be covering that and even testing that out later um, so, but we, we had to dive into this. Uh, we, we just had to. New World Into the Void. Just a massive update to the game. The, the, the actual patch notes are insane. I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, patch notes this long. Uh, not since Cyberpunk, I don't think. And I know people are waiting to make jokes uh, about it being a broken game. But uh, this is, I think, this is to me comforting I'm not worried. I'm not like, I'm not like, oh no, I can't believe they have to make this many changes. This is basically right here, the beginning of their, their post here. The, the void gauntlet, new enemies, balance and fixes. So we're going to be combing through this this morning and doing our best to give you all of the information. Obviously, if you're not, if you're unable uh, to be here for the entire stream, you can rewatch it or go to their uh, to their website and read through it all yourself. Yo, what's good feed? I see you in the chat. So thank you guys for the strong turnout already. Be sure to smash the like button, get us our first 100 likes. We appreciate all the returning folks that have enjoyed my new world coverage. You may be new this morning and have questions. Uh, maybe you've never been here before. Hit subscribe. That way you can talk in chat, get your questions asked. Let's see here. Let's um let's pull the chat here. New world into the void. Uh what's the most exciting aspect, right? What's the most exciting aspect? So we're going to put void gauntlet. We're going to put new enemies, right? I'm going to give you a couple of choices today. We're going to give you a couple of choices on the poll today. <clears throat> New enemies, and we'll put uh, weapon balancing. Put that on there. And then we will put uh, bug fixes. All right. The void gauntlet, the new enemies, weapon balancing, bug fixes. Which has got you most excited this morning, if you've looked at it all? 
Uh, yo, what's good, Noberto? Yeah, guys, make sure anytime you're going to order anything from Amazon, feel free to use the link below uh, for my Amazon affiliate link uh, or use the Amazon command when you're here in chat. 10K subs before New Year's. We would love to have 10K subs on this channel before New Year's. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, faster running on road, says Victor. That's his favorite part of the patch notes. There you go. Um, does that work for Amazon AU? I don't know, Mad Jedi. Probably doesn't hurt to hit the link before you order. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Guten Morgen. Yeah, guten Tag. Morning, Lono and chat. Uh, second day, not getting your notifications. Well, that's great. YouTube's definitely been having some issues lately. Um, I, I did a short yesterday on SNTR Presents, and it was dead in the water. It was like nobody knew it existed. The short the previous day did great, so I don't know what's going on. They also let me upload a short that was a minute and one second, and it's not supposed to let you do that, so that's possibly causing a problem. All of our stats yesterday were super delayed, so YouTube may just be having some issues. Dom says, kind of sucks that running on roads buff doesn't work when dodging and or using abilities. Well, that would be a bit of a cheese, wouldn't it? I mean, that's not really the the spirit. The spirit of the... The, the, <laughs> the spirit of it is that they want you to, you know, be able to traverse areas quickly, not necessarily have, you know faster combat you know what I mean um yeah it's only on roads I agree with running on roads really really Ashen submitting a question I I don't have a way of uh, showing it on screen because I'd have to switch everything around he says this does put a smile on my face but I must ask is the meta going to devolve into just one everyone focusing on DPS like Guild Wars 2 that's the way it was before the first expansion I mean I don't think so, Ashen, because even if I run Void Gauntlet along with my healing staff, I still am not going to be helping my team out as much if I am purely focused on uh, on DPS, right? Like that's not that's not necessarily gonna gonna change that meta. Now I don't know what PvP is gonna look like, but. In the dungeons, you're still going to need healers to do their job. You're still going to need a tank to draw aggro. I mean, if you watched us, we went full DPS on a dungeon fight without a tank, and it was really, really rough. I don't think the end game, I don't think New World gameplay in the end game is going to be like, oh yeah, you don't even need tanks or healers anymore, right? And I wasn't even a very well-specced healer for that fight. We respect me after that fight. I probably would have kept them a little bit healthier with my new build that I'm running now and my new stats. I, I wasn't even specced that well. It was a really, really tough fight. So I can't see people bailing on having a really strong healer and a really good tank. Not to mention, I know you could run healer and run void gauntlet, but that doesn't suddenly put you in the DPS pool. You're just kind of helping. You're still going to be sitting back. You're still going to be having to do lots of ranged attacks, right? Dom, our first new member of the day. Thanks for clicking the join button, Dom. That, That membership over here is inching closer to 400 members. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Thank you, Dom. Bell already ordered some coffee. I wasn't even live yet. Who's going to be the first coffee order today? Are you going to take all three? Are you going to get all three colors? Are you going to get the light roast, the dark roast, and the Frickmas blend, the Christmas blend? Uh, all three flavors have balanced acidity, so get those coffee orders in. 
as a reminder, that's my coffee. You're not ordering from some other company and I get a kickback. Like, my family literally bags it and ships it to you. And we get so many cute pictures on Twitter from you guys. Thank you. Dad Not Good renewing his membership. Six months of membership. That should change to purple pretty soon. Uh, I've got work friends who wanted to buy the game and they're solo players. I told them to stay away as you won't be able to progress unless you join groups. Half the time, 65 elites, you don't get tag hits on them. I don't know if that's the greatest advice, right? I I don't know if that's the greatest advice. and, and, And let me explain myself. You may know them better than me, so that's why you said what you said to them. But there are plenty of people playing this game solo and having a blast. New World gameplay does not require you to do any of that. It's if you want to. So yes, if they want to get into the end game and they want to and they want to play dungeons and stuff like solo player here with 40 hours still enjoying it. Yeah, there's plenty you can do as a solo player, right? Harry says, I think every healer should now run Void Gauntlet with a full focus build. You can be a really strong hybrid healer and almost match DPS. Right, Harry. I still think you're going to want to go into some of these areas with DPS and you know a tank and a couple of DPS guys. Like if I mean, maybe maybe that's the crazy build that ends up coming from this is you go into end game content and you have like three healers with void gauntlets. I mean, I, I don't know. That may be the call. Like, and then you have one tank. I, I you know, I don't know. I, it very much could really shift things around. And here's the thing. I kind of think that might be their plan because they're going to do something else with the next weapon. And then you're going to feel like, oh man, I want to use that. And then everybody's going to run to that. And then everything's going to shift again, right? He said, you may know them better than I do. Well, as what I meant by that was obviously he knows them better than me. What I mean is he may know their player habits better than me. He may have just been giving them generic advice. He has no idea what their player habits are like, right? But... But he may be, like, playing with them all the time and knows exactly what they want to do. I spent three hours yesterday solo for fun Elite 65 and nearly all the time no drops because the groups uh, cause groups were tagging more. Right, if you're doing an Elite farm by yourself, sure, sure, sure. That, that's that's, that's going to be rough. Very, very much. Uh, why haven't they nerfed the Paths Unseen quest? It's impossible to do. Is it really? I've not, I don't, I've not heard... I mean, I've heard there's some quests that are busted, but... I've not heard that before. That one specifically. Uh, anywhere I can find highlights of what coming. Love the shirt, by the way. Excited for the uh, for No Way Home. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure and use the shirt command if you guys want to stock up on some Christmas shirts before the holidays get here. Uh, and then use my code over there on 80s tees. If you want uh, the patch notes, let's. W- I'm going to read through them. And then we can we can we can make a command here in a little bit. I'm never a huge fan of putting links in chat because then everybody you know clicks on the link, uh, and then you end up with you know people leaving. And I, I, I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll give you the, the I'll give you the goods right now. All right, I'll give you the goods. Let's start working our way through these patch notes. Okay, so New World Into the Void, huge update coming to the game so you know new world gameplay is completely updated right now they pushed out the update overnight all of this stuff is in the game right now as long as you have downloaded the update my update downloaded at like five in the morning what is the flavor of the christmas blend coffee so the frickmas blend coffee i say frick 
like what the frick and we came up with the term frickmas have a merry frickmas so the frickmas blend is our holiday blend it is a mexican sourced uh bean and it's very flavorful it's medium bodied it has a bright seasonal and crisp finish with balanced acidity so it has like this real seasonal finish it's my my wife's favorite coffee right now she kind of debates between this and the dark roast so we say you can take the madam challenge and get a green and a red perfect for the holidays get a green and a red to take the madam challenge it also makes for a great a great gift so you can get three bags and the shipping won't go up like one to three bags you know get one or two for yourself and then get an extra give it to somebody as a gift and when they want more tell them where they can get it Paths Unseen Quest is a side quest in Reekwater. I tried to do a five-man quest, three of them with Void Bent, still impossible. Huh. Yeah, it sounds like they've got some polish really needed for the end game. In answer to the poll, says Camille, I'm excited for the bug fixes, but what I think New World needs in order for me to want to come back is for Amazon games to stop nuking the economy every time they find an exploit. Okay, so I hear where you're coming from, but I don't know if they have much of a choice. I don't know if they have much of a choice. Yeah, I got a haircut uh, two days ago. Reason being, they have to stop it when it happens because they have to go and remove all the items from the game, which they have done. They have banned, you know, uh, 1,200 people and then another 400 people. So, you know... 1600 some odd people have been banned from the game and then they and then they removed all those items from the game. If they don't stop wealth transfer when that when that nonsense when those shenanigans start, then they're going to have way more work to do after, you know what I'm saying? Exploits also nuke the economy, right? That's good perspective. Thank you, Dom. That's yeah, that's good perspective. Like it's one of those things where there's not a perfect solution when people start doing that, when people start jacking around with the economy and duping stuff, okay, and and wealth creation is happening, you're basically making fiat money. Um, is this America? Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, you're basically throwing things off. So they have to kind of do it. I, I think it stinks as much as you do, but it's one of those things where it's like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? It's like when someone breaks a big, huge glass bowl in your kitchen. Well, everybody's got to stay out of the kitchen while we clean this up. And then for a couple of days, everybody should be wearing like slippers and shoes just in case. Like, it's just one of those things where you, you, you have to shut it down because if not, you, you're going to, you're going to make things worse. I don't think it's great. It's not great. It's not like, yay, wealth transfer is shut down again. I, people are like, well, shut down the servers and fix it while the servers are off. The frick? How is that better? 70% of the poll takers haven't specced into the stats that scale with the void gauntlet. <laughs> Eugene, that's probably true. That's probably true. As a healer, I'm like so happy about the void gauntlet. Like as a healer, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's get into this. Santa Claus is coming and not necessarily to town. Oh my gosh. The reason the tank will always be needed is that this game tank roll is not about health uh, stat or damage reduction as much as others it is about the chameleon gem and generating threat. VG Void Gauntlet won't change that. Right. Right, 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 right. So here's the thing Harry you and I both know that when games do this a lot of the times it's by design like they're totally okay with the meta changing 
because they're going to change it again in another month or two when they throw another weapon in the game. I swear, I swear if they tap into this, people are going to get angry, but it's going to work. It's going to work. It will make people come back. It will make people continue to, to play and try new things. YouTube froze and I was quick on the screenshot. <laughs> that looks like a not safe for work stream right there. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what a difficult poll to answer. Yo, what's good, Ginger? Right, right? What's the most exciting thing, you know? Another weapon and level increase. Now, I don't know about the level increase just yet. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Let's start combing through this, okay? Let's start combing through this. So if you guys have questions, you might get your answers, okay? So, the spotlight. The first thing they want to spotlight is the new weapon, the Void Gauntlet. New World Void Gauntlet has manifested, and you can manipulate the powers of the Void to support your allies. Now, we know about this, okay? There's two trees, so I'm going to skip their fluff and read the trees to you, okay? I played with this in the New World Public Test Realm. Uh, I thought it really changed. I felt that sort of like the, the New World gameplay, I guess like loop, was very much complemented by the Void Gauntlet if I already was expecting to focus and healing staff, which I am. So the Annihilation Tree focuses on maximizing damage at close range and revolves around Void Blade, a summoned blade of corrosive Void Energy. Now, if you take this Annihilation Tree and you take this Void Blade and you use it with a healing staff and you're specced to focus heavily and you're already a nuisance in PvP because you're a good healer, you just became an even bigger nuisance. And so I will be interested to see more than what this does to the PvE and the dungeons and the endgame. What is this going to do? What is this going to do to the PvP environment? So, all right, who's going to be the first coffee order today, guys? Use that coffee command. Uh, I just I thought I heard an email. I don't have one yet. I don't have one yet. Now, the Decay Tree offers ranged healing and debuffs, and it revolves around Orb of Decay, a dual-phase projectile that can debuff enemies and heal allies. I wouldn't be surprised if the Decay Tree doesn't get a lot of play and doesn't get a lot of movement, because you're likely going to say, I'm already healing with my, fo- my, my, with my life staff, right? Now, if you're running something completely different than that, I could see you going to the Decay Tree and being like, I'll be DPS with my main weapon, and then I can pull out Void Gauntlet for a little bit of, you know, team support or something. But if you're running Life Staff, I would imagine most people are going to, you know, lean toward the Annihilation Tree. And then they have some pictures here for you to look at. He's, you know, making it, I don't know, hover or something. And then this is when it's the blade. It looks really cool. You, like, summon it, and you go and slice and dice. Feels really nice. And uh, right there above me, that's one of the screams that you get to do. Uh, it looks like she's uh, she's very angry at this guy. She's screaming through the actual like ring, which is, I don't know, I guess that's how it works. It's like a microphone or a megaphone. Uh, there are also in the update, in the update that they pushed out, the, uh, the New World Into the Void update, new enemies, the Varangian Knights. The Varangians are a force of invading knights currently raiding southeastern Adernum. How do you say that, by the way? Adernum? 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 
Uh, I never know how to say it. Because, <laughs> like, they, I think they say it, like, once in the beginning in some of the cutscenes, and I skip all the dialogue, so. They are led by Lord Commander Atalus, a Gaul with a reputation for brutality and a twisted sense of humor. Uh, the Varangians are vassals to a power warlord named the Hammer, Varric the Hammer, uh, Adernum, Udernum, Udernum, Adernum, Adernum, Adernum. <laughs> Adernum? I hardly know her. Uh, anyway, they have <laughs> they have been sent to the southeastern Adernum in search of magical artifacts. So, um... Why these fearsome warriors have arrived is a question to all. Face off against multiple new types. Now, I I said in the... I said in my little, little intro, right? I said th- th- their art style, I... I feel like it could be the beginnings of a new faction, right? I think Eternal, but with an A. Uh, Eternal. Eternal. Otternum. It's, it's off. It's truly an awful name. Anyway, uh, I think with their art style, they could turn this into a faction, right? You see that guy's shield, and you see like their tents in the background. They're like black and yellow, and then the symbol on his shield is like very very similar to a lot of the symbols that they use for the other factions so I don't know there are no spiders or snakes on this island well hopefully that can change you know what if these guys what if these guys suddenly become they set up shop right they set up shop and they're like hey you want to join our faction and uh, and start, start try to overthrow you know the other people that are on this island or whatever. I mean, they'd be their their color would be yellow, a little close to orange. So I don't know if that would work. It could literally just be that they're using similar art, like style and assets. Because I mean, anytime you're running around in New World, the New World gameplay like setup is like you're usually seeing like iconic flags and stuff everywhere. So it could just be very very similar to a lot of the art styles in the game already. Too early uh, for new content. Feels like a desperate move to get player numbers back up. Um, when I'm done scrolling through this, I don't think you could describe this as desperation, homie. This is a ridiculous long list of updates and changes and quality of life improvements. So I don't think adding a weapon and some new enemy types would be described as desperate when it's attached to an absolute mountain of changes. I mean a mountain of changes. That doesn't mean that, that you know the game is automatically where it needs to be. It still has a I feel I still think it has a long way to go, but um this was this is way, way too huge to be like an act of desperation. They're going after the Final Fantasy model of updates every three to four months, says Ginger. Well, I look forward to it. The next big update should be in February. Oh, February ish. Okay. Well, they're going to want to hit early in February because February is about to be crazy. And then end of March is Lost Ark. So um, if they want their update in February to be treated well, they'll want to do it pretty early. Now, there is so many changes that we're going to comb through here. We'll do this in snippets. I'm not just going to sit here and read this entire dadgum thing. Uh, for a really long time. Let me introduce myself. By the way, if you're new and you've never been here before, folks call me Lono. The name of the channel is SNTR Gaming, and we call this 
basically SNTR Gaming News. It's a show that we do Monday through Friday where we cover New World and other gaming news. We've been covering Elden Ring. We do that on Fridays for From Friday, so if you're into From Software games. We covered Lost Ark. Uh, We're covering Halo later today. There's issues with the Battle Pass that we'll be taking a look at. Uh, I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster. A lot of people treat me like gaming radio. They throw me on in the background. They do what we call work and lurk. While they're working, they get to listen to sort of a gaming radio talk show in the background. And I am safe for work, so if you haven't hit subscribe yet, hit subscribe. That is free to do, and that enables you to talk in our chat and take our poll. What are you looking forward to the most in the new world Into the Void huge update that rolled out earlier this morning? And we do get into gameplay as well on this stream, so we appreciate all the support. Make sure and do the free things. Subscribing is free. Smashing the like button is free. Uh, And then if you ever see these commands down here, these are ways to directly support whether you use my code at ADSTs or order some coffee or become a member by clicking the join button. We're working on getting to 400 members over here. and We appreciate everybody who has done that. A lot of you guys have kept your membership over on SNTR Presents. Today is a very big episode for the Say No to Rage story. It is the incident. So we hope we'll, we'll see you guys all over there later this afternoon. So let's world experience. Let's read through some of these changes and see if these aren't things that might be encouraging or helpful to your experience with new world gameplay. They added a starter zone visual variety and improvements. They updated visuals that have been added to the starting areas. Corruption and wither, withered visuals have been amplified in the farms and the points of interest. Uh, Ezra's Forge has been updated and moved from Amrine Temple to Southwest Windsward. Run faster on roads! Yay! So they're not giving you mounts, dot dot dot, yet. I, I, I have a feeling mounts will come later when they expand the territories and the islands so that, you know, it'll almost feel necessary. Currently, the game world feels like it functions just fine without mounts. Now, there are some areas I was complaining yesterday about this. Ebon Scale and, um... Morningdale are really, really frustrating to navigate. You actually have to walk significant amounts of time for for missions and for quests, and they're very mountainous and winding. It can be very irritating. Ebonscale is beautiful, but it can be pretty irritating to run through because I feel like every dude in town, every dude on the road or in the areas, they all have muskets. It's just super, super uh, annoying. For me, nothing's better at work than listening to Lona. Well, thank you. And thank you to all the new subscribers this morning. So running faster on roads is this. Movement speed bonus of 10% while traveling on roads. The move speed bonus will not trigger unless the player has been running for 3 seconds and they are on a road. The movement bonus will be canceled if a player engages in combat in any way such as dodging, blocking, attacking, or being hit with the debuff. Now, I can't wait for people to break this. Because I already know it's going to happen. Somebody, somewhere, I can feel it. I can feel it down in my plums. I can feel it that someone is going to figure out how to basically take this with them. (laughs) Right? Right, like, uh, a free-to-play Smash Brothers but Warner Brothers properties? Oh, cool, and they're calling it multiverses. Very, very clever. Somebody's going to figure out how to take this with them. They'll they'll always have it, right? (laughs) They will always have it. Your delivery is today. Oh, we're getting a bunch of displays today. Perfect. Plenty of time to show those off tomorrow. Very excited about these displays that are coming. Don't forget to use display, guys. Man, that's such a great discount if you like the, the, the metal poster plates hanging behind me. 
So the movement speed, that's nice. Somebody's going to figure out how to break that and take it with them everywhere. I'm just going to, you know, kind of call that now. The move speed bonus is not active while a player is engaged in wars, outpost rush, or duels. We got to get this coffee going. Breakfast shake is done. Added a 10% luck bonus and a 30% gathering luck bonus to players flagged for PvP. So, they are uh, they said they were going to do this. They said that they wanted to see PvP bonuses to be increased, and this is how they're doing it. If you're just tuning in, we are combing through the New World Into the Void update. Uh, feel free to hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Take our poll at the top of the chat. We'd love to see you hang out for the day or return on another day for our other game coverage, such as Elden Ring, Halo, and other gaming news. Notable bug fixes. Fixed issues with various AI stuck in cliffs or boulders. Fixed issues with boss gating and triggering in expeditions where some doors would show as closed, but would be open instead. Fixed several issues in expeditions that allowed players to attack enemies without getting hit or heal teammates without being in an encounter. Various enemy vitals, names, and versions have been updated or fixed. Fixed various issues with missing or incorrect world collision and navigation mesh. So... Those are the world fixes that they messed with. And then the next list is a little bit longer. It is for the quests. A 10 gig patch. Take me hours to download. Yeah, I'm thankfully I left Steam open last night and it mine downloaded at like five in the morning. So that was uh, that was obviously good to see this morning because I had stuff I needed to do. So I couldn't let it update. I wouldn't have been able to let it update this morning. Now, uh, new PvP missions have been added. They talked about this uh, for the public test realm that we, we, we anticipated these would be coming. Control points. Seize control of a fort. Intercept. Defeat enemy faction members and collect their tears. <laughs> I love that that's just the description. War camp loot. Retrieve hidden plans at the enemy's war camp. We've updated several quests in the main storyline to improve the player experience with more compelling dynamics, including wave encounters, destructible objects, and proximity tracking nodes. As a result of these changes, player may find their pro- players may find their progress reset for some main storyline quests. The quests Old Stone Remembers and New Initiate New Initiate Old Order have undergone more extensive restructuring and players who were on these quests will need to return to Giannis in Fisherman's Bend to reaccept the quests. So unfortunately, they have uh, addressed some questing issues and you may have, it sounds like, you may have lost some progress. Um, so, yeah, bit of a bummer, but there you have it. Updated the location of one of the survivalist wolf den quests in First Light to reduce amount of travel. The encounter design has also been updated to a wave event in all three starter zones. Notable bug fixes. Holy moly. Wrong, uh, I was on the wrong mouse. There we go. So notable bug fixes. By the way, thank you so much for a strong turnout today. Remember to smash the like button and say good morning in the chat. Go through those rituals. Helps me out. Helps out the video. Uh, Take that poll at the top of the chat. So these are bug fixes. Starting zone faction missions have been updated, so early players will not be given missions to hunt sheep. (laughs) This was a complaint that I had. I remember saying, like, why are you having me hunt sheep? There, There are no sheep here. 
Uh, Faction rank 2 quests are now offered at level 20, but are still recommended for level 25 players. Return to Inkeep quests now reward the proper amount of Azoth. Map pins were updated for hunt missions in Elder's Gate to be more accurate. Two elite faction assassination missions in Brightwood target elite enemies that only spawn at night. We've updated the quest text to specify this requirement. Various text fixes for typos, moving of quest locations, and reinforcement of story. Revised naming conventions for town projects to better distinguish them from faction missions. Fixed expedition loot PvE faction mission within the Garden of Genesis. Fixed a mismatch in the text requirement and actual requirements for the To Be a Grandmaster fishing quest. Fixed an issue with PvP spy missions not being completed in non-settled zones. Added voiceover fixes for multiple NPCs. Fixed various issues causing NPCs to not compete complete their animations and fixed various issues causing incorrect loot tags to display so that is all the stuff that they did to the quests and then world tech they they fixed an issue causing certain ai to spawn more frequently than intended various issues that occur when interacting with the journal entries scattered around the world uh town project boards failing to refresh PvP experience bonus will no longer apply when in an expedition. That would be a pretty cheesy way, right? <laughs> Just flag for PvP and then go run an expedition and uh, get a ton of it. Because they just upped the XP bonus for it, so that makes sense why they had to do that. Oh, that is good. I'm drinking some of the Dark Roast this morning. I'm bouncing around between the Light Roast, the Dark Roast, and the Frickmas Blend. I think the update broke my game. What was me? Oh no, what, what happened? Are you unable to play? Um, if you guys are just tuning in, we are combing through the New World Into the Void update. Uh, combing through all the notes here. Big changes to New World gameplay. And uh, we are we are happy uh, to answer your questions or give you any of the information that you might be seeking. And we appreciate you tuning in and being here this morning. So they made changes to combat and AI. Now this section, if I remember right, is humongous because they made tweaks and adjustments to like every weapon, I think. Um, and so this this will be a bit of a this will be a bit of a read through. Make sure and take the poll. It looks like right now, New World into the Void. What's the most exciting aspect? Bug fixes is beating Void Gauntlet, but Void Gauntlet and bug fixes basically tied for first, thirty seven and thirty three. And then the new enemies in the weapon balancing kind of taking up the rear at 15 and 16%. Uh, percent. Game crashing every few minutes. It loads the main screen and then it goes black. Oh no. Isn't there like four hours of downtime that started 45 minutes ago? Oh, is there downtime? They pushed out the update this morning. I wasn't sure if there was going to be downtime um, today. 13 hours ago, they hosted downtime, it says, at 8 a.m. Eastern. Downtime is approximately four hours. So we're about two hours through the four hours of downtime. So we're nearing the uh, the halfway point with the downtime. So, combat. Consumables. Uh, they fixed a bug that allowed the well-fed buff to stack from different tiers and types of food. The most recent instance of the buff will now replace any previous versions. Fixed a bug that prevented weapon coating items from being consumed properly when used. 
Now, here's a bunch of gear perk changes. Now, hopefully this is some stuff that people were talking about because there were a lot of gear perks and stats that uh, apparently were not working properly. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Increased scaling of leeching perks on rings and weapons from a range of 0.5 to 1.5 damage converted to health on hit to a range of 1 to 5%. So uh, that's a much higher potential range there. Increase the efficiency of the Freedom, Vigor, and Invigorate debuff reduction perks from a range of 3 to 5% based on gear score to a range of 3 to 8%. So again, it uh, it seems like they're raising that uh, that ceiling, right? The potential ceiling on these. Decrease the cooldown of the Keen Speed perk, which grants haste on critical hits from 10 seconds to 5 seconds and increased haste duration from 2 to 3 seconds. Increase the poisoning, bloodletting, burning, crippling, enfeebling, and infected effect duration on ring perks from a range of 3 to 7 to a range of 5 to 15%. And here are all the bug fixes. There was a bug that allowed chain element elemental perks to damage invulnerable characters. It allowed chain elemental perks to strike down uh, downed or dead targets. Fixed a bug that allowed corrupted bane perk to scale higher than other bane perks. There was a bug that caused chain elemental perks to trigger from the initial impact of the Great Axe Gravity Well skill, and a bug that caused the Hardy perk. It was incorrectly giving a bonus of strike damage. So none of those are the bugs that people have been bringing up about, like certain stat numbers not being correct or or working properly, right? Ben says Halo Infinite ranked modes infuriating without footstep audio fix. Oh golly. Hilly says, I haven't been using my headset, so I'm just jumping around like a scared bunny rabbit. (laughs) Um, Equip load. Increase the healing bonus of the light equip load uh, from 20 to 30%, and increase the healing bonus for medium equip load from 10 to 15. Um, So my healing bonus goes up from 10 to 15. I'm I'm usually in the medium rank, which I think we were going to start moving me towards heavy, but it sounds like I might not have to. If you're just tuning in, thank you so much for being here. We are combing over the New World Into the Void update. This has got a lot of changes for your New World gameplay. Be sure to hit subscribe, ask your questions in chat. Take the poll at the top of the chat. Let us know what you're most excited about. We are uh, about a third of the way through here, these patch notes. Navigation updates. Jumping and traversal are now disabled when navigation is disabled, such as when you're hit with the root effect. Updated the vault camera to smooth out the motion. Updated jump in place to allow translation while in air. Fixed various animation bugs alongside a variety of issues to smooth out general navigation. Um, I don't think we need to read these. These are so, like... Fix an issue where attacking while sliding could cause the player to get stuck in an unnatural slide animation. Traversing with auto run had a slight movement pause. Um, well, I guess let's just read them. Fix an issue where jumping could cancel area of effect aiming on some abilities. There was an issue where player animation appeared to stutter when the transition to sprint finished. Uh, there was an issue where sprinting jump noticeably slowed the player when landing. There was an issue where the shield would fail to sheath properly after queuing certain actions. An issue where weapon swapping while gathering could cause the player to not have the correct weapons equipped or perform attack animations properly. There was an issue where players could become unresponsive if they blocked while running and trying to crouch. There was an issue where drinking a consumable while performing a gathering action 
would break the player's consuming animation. There was an issue where the camera moved along while crouching, prone actions, or crouching or prone actions, if the player used those buttons while harvesting or skinning. Uh, there was an issue where spamming prone could get weapon sheath out of sync. There was an issue with player movement issues when attempting to place uh, a camp while in midair. I don't know why you would be trying to place a camp um, while you're in midair. There was an issue allowing players to bypass collision when taking weapon out while prone. Uh, animations could stutter when running after executing multiple attacks with certain weapons. Players were able to clip through outcropping collision by using certain abilities while prone. Players rotated incorrectly when entering sprint from moving backward and sprinting from a shield rush. Auto run would not stop while attempting to place a camp. Players could use strength to scale unarmed attacks after prone and jump spam. What just happened? Why did I end up in Google Chrome help? Um, That was weird. Um, I was like, what happened? Um, Fix an issue where players could sometimes become unable to execute heavy attacks out of the prone position when a magic weapon was equipped. Yo, what's good, Jaratal? Thanks for the message this morning. I appreciate that tweet. I don't know how I pushed F1. Oh, I hit something on my... Oh, there's an... I have F1 bound on my on my, my mouse. <laughs> Duels. So if you're into dueling, they fix an exploit by preventing gathering while in duels so players can no longer duel to avoid durability damage while gathering. <laughs> the things that people come up with. It's hilarious. We have a lot of people here. If you could do me a favor and smash that like button, we don't even have 200 likes yet. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. We have we're nearing 500 viewers. We can we can easily climb on those like counts. And thank you to all the people hitting the sub button. If you're new, we appreciate you hitting subscribe. It allows you to talk in my chat. I am a safer work broadcaster, and a lot of people treat my morning show. This is the morning show we do Monday through Friday. Uh, they treat me like video game radio. So thank you for being here. Keep me on in the background because, again, I am safe for work. Uh, we do New World gameplay coverage. We'll be doing some Halo coverage later. From Fridays is tomorrow. Every From Friday, we'll be covering Elden Ring in the morning and working through Sekiro in the afternoon. We just recently finished Dark Souls 3. So we try to offer a lot of great content here, and the talk show is the main offering. So we appreciate the subs and you tuning in. If you want to get the badges and emotes that you see in chat, you can use the join button. But subscribing and hitting the like button is totally free. Uh, Attribute threshold bonus. They reduce the damage reduction provided by the 250 constitution bonus from 80% to 60%. They fixed a bug that caused the 250 constitution bonus cooldown to trigger on a blocked hit. Fixed a bug that was preventing players from dodge canceling out of attacks during an ability's recovery window. Uh, when the 250 strength bonus was active. The game should be back up and running and open in about two hours. Uh, Dodge. Fix an issue causing 2H melee or two-handed melee and magic staff dodge rolls to have a smaller invulnerability window than other types. Fixed inconsistent cancel timings between dodges of different weapon types. Fixed a bug which could cause a backwards dodge to result in a small teleport. Fixed an issue that caused players to not take damage from an AoE if they dodged into the affected area. War. 
Structures are now immune to buffs and debuffs that logically wouldn't affect the siege weapon and deployable structures. Disabled player collision uh, on inferno traps due to players occasionally getting stuck on them. Made it so players can't deal damage to other players with weapon abilities through the fort gates and the war camp gates. Outpost rush reduced the power of battled bread from 15% damage and defense to 5% damage and defense. Reduce the damage reduction of the Baroness buff from 25% down to 15%. Reduce the damage and defense on the commander tent from, uh, what the frick? So 5 or 7.5 or 15 to 369. Notable bug fixes. Backstab. Fixed a bug that could cause backstab to trigger when attacking players from the front. On block, they fixed a bug that caused some weapon mastery passives to state that they trigger on block to trigger against unblockable attacks. Uh, fix an issue where various passives and perk cooldown timers were being removed when swapping weapons or unequipping gear. So, there you go. Um, hit like or get hiked. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I generally assume companies are going to extend their DTs. Right, right. YouTube's on one today. Oh, are you guys having issues with with YouTube? That's not good. All right, here's all the weapon changes. So if you have been waiting for weapon changes, let's see if any of this helps your build or hurts your build. So Warhammer, and they've got a goal. They've got their goal outlined here. Okay, our goal with some of the changes below is to make the power of Juggernaut weapon mastery tree stand out a bit more from the Crowd Crusher tree and funnel some of the power of Shockwave's rend to the Armor Breaker's rend. Armor Breaker. So lasting trauma increased rend effectiveness from 15 to 20. Opening act increased bonus damage from 15 to 25 and adjusted Armor Breaker's hitbox to make it easier to hit enemies on inclines or that have been knocked down. I had three hiccups shortly after I started watching, but I refreshed and it stopped. That's unfortunate. It would make sense as to why we keep climbing and then losing like 20 people at a time. Like, it's like, it's interesting. Maybe they're just tuning in to see gameplay and the servers are down. So they're like, I don't want to listen to a guy read patch notes. But I find this out to be very, very helpful. More on the Warhammer changes here. Mighty Gavel. Increased damage scaling from 160 to 170%. Reduce the cooldown from 22 seconds to 20 seconds. Justice for all, increased damage scaling from 200 to 220%. Wrecking Ball, increased damage from 120 to 130%. Safety measures, increased fortify buff duration from 4 seconds to 7 seconds. Clear out, swing away, fixed an issue where this upgrade was less efficient when striking multiple targets. Shockwave. Sundering Shockwave reduced the maximum rend effectiveness from 10, I'm sorry, from 20 down to 10%. Path of Destiny. Leeching Path of Destiny fixed a bug that prevented this perk from working when the stimulated reduction modifier was equipped. Passives. Exhaustive attacks. Increased stamina regeneration penalty applied by the exhaustive debuff from 15 to 20%. Is there an initial goal for Warhammer in reference to PvP, PvE, or both? I mean, probably both, I would assume, Dom. 
We need to be careful. Soon we will have shorts getting uploaded of compilations of Lono driving around his local area punching geese. That's right. That's right. We need to hit those like milestones, guys. Okay, here we go. Life staff. So this is important to me as I run healer most of the time. The purpose of the life staff adjustments are to move some of the healing power into the light and medium equip loads while reducing some of the power of the tanky healing builds. We also want to make it easier to properly target and heal the correct group members. Thank you. That's been a bit of a headache. Reduced base healing by 20% across the board to account for the increase in healing from equip load. Targeting adjustments. Normalized all targeting heal spells and target lock-on to have a max range of 25 meters. Added out-of-range targeted healing functionality. Group UI will change color when the target is out of range. If the target moves out of range, the spell will cancel instead of casting on yourself. Trying to cast a targeted heal on an out-of-range target will display target is out of range notification. Fix an issue where targeted heals activated by using the ability key would not perform a direct heal on the intended target. Yeah, the out-of-range stuff is a great change. I agree, Christina. How often do you make a mistake and it's like, oh, I didn't realize the guy was too far away or whatever. Sacred Ground. Fix an issue where the Life Staff Sacred Ground visual effects and tooltips stated it lasted longer than the actual duration. Reduce the effectiveness of Sacred Ground Fortify from 3 to 15 to 3 to 10%. Reduced Holy Ground stamina and mana regeneration from 100% to 50. Fix an issue that allowed the healing from this skill to be stacked from multiple sources if they were using different ability upgrades. Splash of Light. Increase the efficiency of Life Splash Life Staff's Splash of Light ability from 40 to 60%. Increase the efficiency of Splash of Light's shared recovery upgrade from 3 to 5%. So they want to see more Splash of Light out there, it looks like. Orb of Protection. Fix an issue where the shared protection effect was being refreshed by the healing applied by Protector's Blessing. Mending Protection, which is an item perk. The perk's functionality has been changed. Instead of triggering if the target does not have any active buffs, it now triggers if the target healed by Orb of Protection is under 50%. Light's Embrace. Increase the efficiency of Light's Embrace connection upgrade from 1% to 2%, and then Passives, Blessed, which is an item perk, reduced healing bonus effectiveness from a range of 10 to 30 to a range of 5 to 20. Uh-oh, I see Hatchet next. Everybody get nervous. Everybody get nervous. We wanted to buff the throwing axe tree to make it more useful. Buff the infected throw ability to make it more viable as an anti-healing ability. And improve the buffering for heavy attacks to make them more consistent to use. We also worked to resolve issues that resulted in missed hits. General. Fix an issue where an aimed throw could be used to cancel basic attacks at any time. Fix an issue causing heavy attacks to not buffer properly, resulting in some attack transitions to not function. Fix an issue causing players homed in on a target. The player would be moved to a spot far far enough away from the target that the hits could miss due to the hitbox sizes being a bit smaller than the distance the player would be from the target. Berserk. Fix an issue where activating Berserk would consume the Relentless Fury and accumulated power and power buffs. Feral Rush. Fix an issue where Feral Rush could be triggered without a cooldown in settlements. Raging Torrent. Fix an issue where some attacks could miss. 
infected throw. Increased disease and weakness duration from 5 to 10 seconds. Mortal power. Increased bonus duration on low health targets from 8 to 15 seconds. Aerial transmission. Increased the duration of the AoE cloud from 3 to 6 seconds. Rending throw has had its reduced cooldown from 15 to 8 seconds. Defy death. Fix an issue where the Defy Death Ultimate cooldown timer was removed when a player died. Okay, so it seems like they they're opting to not. This is let's take a slight break here from looking at the patch notes and just speak philosophically here about why I am currently encouraged by what I see. They are taking an approach to incentivize movement within your build or changing things up with buffs. Now, there were some nerfs to life staff, but that was because they're giving some ground level buffs to different like armor bonuses that you get when you're in medium uh, or light. And I think that's fair to say, hey, we're giving you ground level buffs, so we have to tweak the ground level, you know, healing uh, percentages. So, to me, not seeing a hatchet nerf is pretty encouraging because one of the best ways to run people off when they're enjoying your game is nerf their favorite build or nerf their favorite weapon. They are opting instead to do buffs to motivate diversity and to fix things that have been, you know, frustrating with the throwing uh, throwing hatchets. Like, making that, uh, you know, more enjoyable. I think this is great. They're making big changes to all builds so that people will use greater variety. I applaud their approach from a philosophical standpoint. That doesn't mean it's going to work. <laughs> That doesn't mean it's going to work, but it does mean they're at least not coming in and just swinging the nerf hatchet, right? Great Axe Reap. They fix an issue with the Great Axe Reap incorrectly triggering a breakout dodge. Gravity Well. Fix an issue causing the Gravity Well's slow effect to not always be removed if a player was able to get out of the affected area, resulting in the effect lasting up to two seconds longer than intended. Fix an issue where the Gravity Well tooltip wasn't listing the melee damage caused by the ability if Gravity Well is used in close proximity to a target. Whirlwind. Added grit to Whirlwind. Fortifying Whirlwind is an item perk, and they fix an issue where this perk applied too many stacks of Fortify. Passives. Heavy Pull. Fix an issue where heavy attacks had incorrect hitboxes when this passive was equipped. The gravity passive no longer increases the duration of all pulls. We updated the ability to now apply root for 0.25 seconds to targets hit by a pull. Bow. Bow primary attack. Fix an issue that allowed consecutive primary attacks to be fired faster than intended. Updated descriptions of Reign of Arrows, Poison Shot, and Splinter Shot to indicate that they cannot headshot. Fix an issue with several bow abilities not benefiting from increased damage from higher tier bows. Evade Shot. Go the distance. This upgrade now applies haste at the end of the ability rather than at the start so that the buff duration is not partially lost during the skill animation. That's a very good nuanced change, right? Poison Shot. Reduce cooldown of Poison Shot from 35 to 30 seconds. Fix an issue that could cause Poison Shot to go on cooldown without the ability being fired. Rapid Shot. Reduce cooldown from 20 to 14 seconds. Rapid Accuracy. Fix an issue where this upgrade would not reduce the cooldown of the last arrow of Rapid Shot killed the enemy. 
Rain of Arrows is no longer hitting enemies through doors. Passives. There was an issue where hip firing with the bow was triggering the heightened precision passive from the musket ability tree. (laughs) Thank you uh, to all of the new subs. We appreciate it. Feel free to chime in chat and take our poll at the top. Uh, Craig says, you never do a global nerf that affects PvP and PvE due to PvP complaints. Um, well, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Where where do you feel that they have done that, Craig? I may have read through it. I'm reading a lot, so I might not have caught what you caught. So let me know what you think. Where you think that has happened? Is there a direct way to compare damage outcome when trying to choose between armor or weapons, etc? Like Simbots in WoW, I'm a newbie. Generally speaking, even if you go hit a wolf. For way too much damage it should show you the appropriate like damage number right this patch and the data mine stuff people found from 1.1 has me super excited i have heard that the data mine stuff is very very promising yes um phil being a total legend what's phil saying xbox head phil spencer calls for legal emulation of older games Listen, I told you guys months ago, there's a way to monetize emulation, and Microsoft, if they're the one of the first ones to do it, then great. I outlined an entire way that Sony could be doing it right the frick now. They could make money, the original property owners could be making money, like, you could you could monetize emulation and people could be making money, like, right now. It's just, it's the stupidest thing how it's been handled up to this point. Okay. So that's Bo. Let me introduce myself again to many of the new people that might be here. If you've never been here before, a lot of folks uh, call me Lono, but the name of the channel is SNTR Gaming, and this is basically our Monday through Friday show, SNTR Gaming News. We cover New World, we covered Lost Ark, we'll be covering Halo later today, there's some issues with the Battle Pass we want to cover and test out. Every Friday is from Friday, so we'll have another Elden Ring topic tomorrow, and then we'll jump into... Sekiro. I'm a safer work broadcaster, so be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button if you like what we're doing here. If you like New World, tons of New World coverage, and uh, we'll be diving into maybe some gameplay if the maintenance is over. Probably no gameplay today, but that's okay because of the maintenance. And we got a lot to read, so we appreciate you being here. If you're enjoying the show, show some appreciation. Smash the like button. Give me some of those thumbs ups. Uh, subbing is free. Uh, subbing is free and it's a great way to support the channel if you'd like to support the channel directly you could click the join button to become a a member that gets you increased access in our discord if you're looking for people to play with Uh, this is the server that we're on all that information up there maybe order some coffee maybe order a shirt from 80s tees do you need some christmas shirts do you need some holiday shirts and then the displates behind me you can use the displate command sword so they made some adjustments to sword and board Our main goal of the Sword Shield updates were to make the Leaping Strike ability feel better and to improve the buffering for heavy attacks to make them more consistent. Uh, Fix an issue where basic attack buffers and cancels weren't working properly during Sword Heavy Attack. Pardon me. Fix an issue where the fully charged Sword Heavy Attack had different timings than the regular Heavy Attack. Shield Rush, Improved Rush, Increase the Weakened Duration from 4 seconds to 10 seconds. That's a nice window. Uh, that's a nice window. It is. Papa Halo stings you with XP. It's okay. It's my fault. I don't play right. <laughs> okay, that's a little dark. <laughs> I. Th- do you want to know what the title of this afternoon stream is, Zubair? It's 
Halo Infinite Battle Pass. I told you so. I told people it was a bad idea and, uh, you know, nobody listened. <laughs> Leaping Strike. Reduce the cooldown from 25 seconds to 18 seconds. Increase damage scaling from 135 to 150%. Sped up the recovery after using Leaping Strike to make it easier to transition into other attacks. Cowardly Punishment updated the description to include the slow percentage value. So, this doesn't sound major for Sword and Board. These sound like some minor tweaks, but mostly polishing some of the stuff that might have been causing you frustration. Fire Staff's got a lot here for folks that use uh, Fire Staff. Um, uh, just saying you're right about Halo so far. Seems like everyone is loving it. Oh, about how like arenas could have a comeback? I, I think there's just something fun and appealing about arenas. It really comes down to ongoing, right? It really, really come down uh, comes down to ongoing. How do they, how do they keep it going? You know, long term. How do they keep people coming back? Fire staff. We updated the fire staff to reduce some of the effectiveness of standard attacks due to how powerful they felt in comparison to certain abilities, and we updated some abilities to feel more impactful. Pillar of fire. Increased damage scaling from 134 to 170 percent. Fix an issue where pillar of fire targets. Uh, the caster when activated using the ability key. There was an issue with Pillar of Fire failing to trigger runes of Helios when activated using the ability key. There was an issue that caused Pillar of Fire to hit twice against targets near the edge of the effect radius. Meteor Shower. Fix an issue where runes of Helios triggered on targeting Meteor Shower rather than on casting it. Uh, fireball added additional clarity that the fireball ability is not able to crit previously it would show the crit damage color but not actual damage increase it would not deal increased damage sorry it will no longer show orge damage numbers and an additional tooltip was added flamethrower increased damage scaling from 34 to 50 percent passives now here come the nerfs clear casting reduced damage bonus from 10 to 5 percent Clear Mine, reduced in power effectiveness from 10 to 5%. Runes of Helios, reduced damage bonus from 30 to 25%. Prophet of a Fire God, reduced crit damage bonus bonus from 20 to 15%. Spell Slinger, reduced the crit chance bonus from 15 to 10%. Fix an issue where crit chances were increased for standard attacks and not just abilities. Pyromania, reduced damage bonus from 20 to 15%. Kindle, Fix an issue causing Kindle to increase buff duration by the incorrect amount. Reheat. Reduce the time to trigger reheat from 6 to 4 seconds. Updated the Singe and Watch It Burn passives to mix up the functionality. Singe went from inflicting burn on critical hits to triggering burn on light attacks. Watch It Burn now inflicts burn on critical hits from abilities only. There you go. So, I... If you're a fire staff user, some of this is probably like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, down, 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 down. All the numbers are going down. Um, you have to see that most of these are five percent changes. So this should not dramatically drop you down in effectiveness or strength. Uh, spear. Okay, I like to run spear with my healing staff, although well, my life staff, although. Void Gauntlet will probably be the main thing. So if you are just tuning in, we are combing through the New World Into the Void huge update that is making significant changes to New World gameplay. 
which we won't really be able to feature any New World gameplay today. If you're looking for New World Void Gauntlet gameplay, we we won't be able to show that to you today. We do have that on this stream. It's in our public test realm video if you would like to see the Void Gauntlet in action. Spear. Our goal was to buff and adjust some of the lesser used abilities to make a wider selection of abilities feel viable. Adjusted the distance the player moved towards the target when doing a heavy attack. The heavy attack was pulling the user too close previously, resulting in the deadly reach passive not being able to trigger consistently. Sweep. Coup de Grace. Coup de Grace? Like Coup de Gras? Oh, is that Coup de Gras? Is that how you say that? Increased damage scaling from 125 to 150. This attack is now flagged as heavy, allowing it to trigger heavy-related passives. Skewer. Increase bleed damage from 10 to 20%. Perforate. Increase damage scaling from 70 to 80%. Fixed a bug that caused the passive continuous motion to not reduce the cooldown of perforate. Um, uh, Cyclone. Increase damage scaling from 110 to 130. Vault Kick. Fix an issue where Vault Kick's cooldown began one frame before the hitbox would appear. This resulted in the ability going on cooldown if the attack was interrupted early and even if it didn't hit. Well, that's nice. That's nice. This resulted in the ability going on cooldown if the attack was interrupted early or if it didn't hit. Okay, okay, okay. So fix an issue where Vault Kick's cooldown began one frame before the hitbox would appear. Got it. Okay. So you're going to be primary... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this looks good. This looks good. Uh, I think I use Skewer. Increase bleed damage from 10 to 20%. I'm pretty sure I use Skewer. I can't really remember what my, my build looks like. My trouble is, I don't know what anything is called. I just push the buttons. <laughs> I don't know what anything is called. I just push the buttons, okay? I- I'm going to be honest with you guys, okay? Listen, if you're tuning in and you think I'm like some hardcore MMO guy... I'm really casual, okay? I'm like a 58, almost 59. I'm loving the game and loving playing, but I don't know what the frick anything is called, okay? (laughs) Disordered. 343 tweeted they're adding XP uh, progression uh, just for playing matches. It's amazing that they waited to do it to now. I mean, they got this feedback during the beta and the flights. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm going to tell you something. Side rant about Halo. It's a little worrying... Okay, it's a little worrying that they're out of touch on some pretty base level things. Okay, I I don't know. I don't know if if this is going to be an ongoing thing with Halo. It's good. It's like cool. You're implementing feedback, but we said this months ago. I have a video on SNTR updates where I said. The XP feedback criticism from the flights. What the frick are you doing? Titanfall tried the same dadgum thing with, oh, you want to prestige? Get 25 very specific kills in order to do so. And people hated it. People do, do, do not like, okay? They don't like progressing with very specific things. Just let them progress by playing, okay? They already confirmed months ago, BP, the Battle Pass XP will, will, will be only from challenges. They, they confirmed it months ago, Sven, and people gave feedback that that was a bad idea. And here we are. Like, here we are. Th- you know what I'm saying? Like, th- everyone's saying the same dadgum thing, and now they're like, oh, we're sorry, we'll fix it. Like, it's great. They did the same thing with Radar. 
They did the same thing with radar. They they ran with whatever it was called, threat detector, and now it's the more traditional Halo radar. Like, it's a little worrying. It's like, okay, are you this out of touch with what the Halo fan base wants? Because if you are, this is going to get tiring. Having to be like, hey, you're missing base level stuff that we would like in the game. I don't know. This is the first beta of the game. They got this feedback during the flights, and they got this feedback when they announced that XP progression on the Battle Pass would only come from challenges. This is not the first time that they were told this. They were not told this yesterday. They were told... I made a video like a month ago. I didn't make that video because I saw the future. I know it seems like I see the future sometimes. I made that video because I was like, I read the announcement, and I'm like, that's dumb. People have tried this before the frick are you doing so it's like it's 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 a mixed bag for me it's like it's encouraging to see 343 acting quickly and making changes like they did when they went from the threat detector to traditional radar and now they're making changes to the battle pass progression from just like challenges to like base level xp but we shouldn't have to tell you some of this stuff it's like we're going through that with our kids like if we if we go to get in the car i shouldn't have to tell you to put your shoes on like that's what it's starting to feel like come on 343 i'm pulling for you i'm pulling for you but we shouldn't have to be talking about some of this stuff. Tate, with a brand new membership, enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope. So thank you so much. Inching our membership count to 400 members. If you've never been a member to a channel before, it gets you a badge, it gets you emotes, it gets you increased access in our Discord. So if you're looking for people to play Battlefield, Halo, New World, any of these games, we got a great resource for you in our Discord server. <coughs> Anyway, okay, side rant over. Let's get back to this. I'm excited about this with Spear because if I end up not liking Void Gauntlet as much, I can go back to Spear and they've made some good changes to it because right now I am running um, a focus constitution build, mostly focus, and uh, it's like a 90-10 split, and uh, I like the Spear. I've got the Spear set to get the nature damage from from focus. Um. Thoughts on Bleed Tick coming from Spear and following it up with a rapier's perk don't I don't know enough to comment about how rapier plays with the spear ranked playlist is actually a blast if they can build a proper ranked and unranked system they could be the kings of arena because you know the other guys that have an arena shooter that have neglected their competitive players <laughs> and their competitive players cannibalize the game and then you and then the youtubers blame the players instead of the devs <laughs> just must be nice to have uh, apologetic mouthpieces out there for you ice gauntlet our goal with the ice gauntlet was to tone down the effectiveness of some of the maxed out combinations of abilities while still maintaining their individual usefulness heavy attack increased heavy attack startup and recovery time to make it consistent with other magic weapons heavy attack timing fix an issue where ice gauntlet movement while attacking was faster than other magic weapons fix an issue where basic attacks on the ice gauntlet could sometimes shoot through an enemy without dealing damage if they were too close ice storm increased time between damage ticks from 0.25 seconds to 0.33 seconds Fix an issue where Ice Storm did no damage if the player had the unending thaw item perk. Fix an issue where Ice Storm didn't do damage to enemies immune to slow. Fix an issue where Ice Storm stopped if the caster swapped to another active weapon. 
Ice Spike. Fix an issue where Ice Spike displayed a cast timer despite being cast instantly. Wind Chill. Increase damage scaling per tick from 16 to 20%. Ice Shower. Increase cooldown from 20 to 30. Entombed players can no longer be healed. Reduce the health of the tomb to 50% of the player's max health. Reduce damage of breakout burst attack from 168 to 70. Woo, that's a big drop right there. Catch that, catch that, you guys that right run Ice Gauntlet. Entombed is getting chopped. Uh, reducing the damage of the breakout burst attack from 168 to 70, okay? They, they, did, they did more than half. They cut that in, in more than half. Fix an issue where invulnerability on Entombed could be removed while the tomb was still active. Fix an issue that allowed players to move while Entombed after dying. Um. <clears throat> I remember the video blaming players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the player's fault. It's always the player's fault. It's never the developer's fault. <clears throat> Ice Pylon. Increase Pylon health by 20%. Added a max lifetime of 45 seconds to the Ice Pylon. Fix an issue where Ice Pylon could consume mana, but wouldn't activate on slopes, terrain, or off a ledge. Fix an issue that allowed players to place multiple Ice Pylons at a time by dying and being revived. Ooh-hoo, you sneaky sneakies. Fix an issue where the Ice Pylon targeted neutral players or AI enemies during a 1v1 duel. Passives. Ultimate Chill. Reduce Ultimate Chill's bonus damage from 35 to 25%. Fix an issue where Ultimate Chill's ability could not apply to enemies in some cases. Updated Ultimate Chill tooltip wording to better clarify its functionality. Critical Frost. Reduced Critical Change bonus from 20% to 15%. Energized Critical. Reduced Critical Damage bonus from 15% to 10%. Heavy Freeze. Added a 5 second cooldown to the Freeze effect. Fix an issue that allowed enemies with this passive to root players standing in their own Ice Storm. Fix an issue where the Ice Refresh Iced Refresh item perk could activate on both downing and killing a player. Now it triggers only on downing. If you guys are just tuning in, we are checking out the New World Into the Void update, making big changes to New World gameplay. Uh, we do know that there is uh, some significant stuff going on uh, with maintenance right now, so you can't play. Who is apologizing? No, being apologetic is, uh, sorry, I used a word that's not often used in that way. It's, it's a way of defending. So, like, someone that's being, like, an apologist, right? If someone's being an apologist for a game, they're, they're like, they're defending it no matter what. Like, blaming players for cannibalistic behavior instead of blaming the developer for not adequately giving those players a place to play and incentivizing different behavior. Instead, blame the thousands of people that play every day as if there's some sort of code of conduct that you think they should abide by. Somebody ordered some coffee, a bag of Frickmas to Jerichide. There it is. Second coffee order of the day. Is New World any good? JD, I'll give you my thoughts on it right now. I am not an MMO guy. I played New World for 15 minutes and said, there is something special here. And I couldn't quite, couldn't quite put my finger on it. I have now played for, I don't know, 200 some odd, 200, 200 hours or so. And I will say that this game is appealing and accessible to non-traditional MMO fans. Uh, If you want to play solo, you want to play casual, you want to chop trees down all day and just craft or whatever, there is hundreds of hours of of content here for you. If you are a more hardcore or a more traditional MMO fan, there is also plenty for you to do. However, you will be the first to realize the endgame has got some thin spots and some rough spots. If you're coming from 
you know, classic games. EverQuest, World of Warcraft, RuneScape, right? If you're coming from those environments, this game will feel a little thin when you get to the end game. You'll probably beat the snot out of it and max level and all that. Uh, But even still, those people are invested enough to complain and criticize and go to the forums. Why? Because they're invested. If the game wasn't satisfying them enough, they simply wouldn't play and they would walk away. It has... uh, There is a secret sauce here. I'm just going to say it. I think New World has a secret sauce. I think some of it comes from the everything is leveling all the time. I think the sound design is a significant uh, aspect of the content loop that is satisfying. Uh, And I think that keeps people playing. I don't like mentioning this game, but we will make a comparison. One of the reasons a pretty thin and uh, I would say, especially in its early days, a very not so average game received lots of popularity and replay was a game called Destiny. And it's because it is so satisfying to play. Shooting feels super good super satisfying and so you keep coming back and playing even though it's sort of mundane destiny makes the mundane enjoyable i believe that new world has achieved a similar feat they make the mundane and the repetitious very satisfying and enjoyable and that is a huge achievement why because in any game like this you're going to chop down a thousand trees and skin 250 wolves and open 385 million chests like you're going to do those things over and over and over and over and over again and if they can make the mundane and the repetitious enjoyable then they have achieved what I consider to be the content loop secret sauce the content loop secret sauce is can you make a repetitious action or activity very enjoyable and satisfying because I'm going to have to do it hundreds of thousands of times does that make sense? so I play the game enjoy the game and cover the game for that reason if this was just another traditional MMO I wouldn't have picked it up I just wouldn't have okay so if you're new and you like New World or you're curious about New World man hit subscribe it enables you to talk in chat welcome to all of the new subs. Jess says, I'm very disappointed that Mage Build Ice Fire got nerfed hard. I've been playing this game for 58 hours, only level 24, because I'm doing skilling. I loved OSRS aspects. Only thing I like to run buff. Now, Jess, I'm going to give you a little bit of comfort. Most of those changes were only about 5% on each one. It might see, It might feel like it's adding up, but I don't think so. I think when you're able to boot up later today, you should not feel as if you've had your legs chopped off. You still should feel like you have some pretty good momentum in the game. So, um, I think I get what you mean with that, but there's a category for the type of MMOs you cover better than literally anyone. I mean, I appreciate that. I do. I appreciate that. I, um, a lot of the people that become regulars here and enjoy my content enjoy the style and my approach to covering games. You're not going to find me in here being Mr. Super Hardcore. I'm not going to have a bunch of guide videos about, like, here's how you do this. Like, that's just not me. I like to break games down mechanistically and think about the philosophy that influences all those mechanisms that results in either your enjoyment or your disengagement. And so that's just something that I've, uh, I've enjoyed over the years. So let's continue. Rapier. Uh, fix an issue with Tondo, Flourish, and Fletch. I, I don't know. I, I hope I'm saying those right. 
Uh, it's like when I say, you know, it's like repost. It's like, how do you say repost? Anyway, uh, fencing people. If you're into fencing, you're probably groaning. Uh, <laughs> you're probably groaning. Uh, sorry. Uh, each of these had their cooldown begin one frame before the hitbox would appear. This resulted in the abilities going on cooldown if the attack was interrupted early, even if it did not hit. Flurry. Improve the homing of Flurry to fix an issue where subsequent attacks would frequently miss or be hard to hit. It's Rapey Eye? It's Rape... Rapey Eye? I've always thought it was Rapier. Anyway, uh, it's not a pleasant sword to say. It's it's not a pleasant word. It, it's so close to another word. This resulted in ability. Okay, sorry. Flurry. Improve the homing of flurry. We read that. Overwhelm. Fix an issue where the upgrade was incorrectly applying stamina damage instead of just block damage. It's French. I don't think anybody says says it that way. <laughs> Nobody says it that way. Tondo. Reduce cooldown from 11 seconds to 6 seconds. And again, fix an issue that caused this upgrade to only function on blocking targets. Uh, Repost. Cooldown reduced from 20 seconds to 12 seconds. Base stun duration increased from 1.5 to 2 seconds. So literally half a second. I always... I always wonder what... Like, why is that even there? Is that really going to be noticeable? I, I... Here's another one. Lasting consequence. Stun duration increase from two to two and a half seconds. I mean, I guess half a second is is something, right? It it is something. Passives. Momentum. Increased bonus damage from 25 to 30%. Swiftness. Fix an issue where this passive was granting haste from bleed damage ticks instead of actual weapon hits. Who chose uh, to call this weapon that? It more than likely has its, uh, it, it's got its roots in, I would think, not here. Yeah, Acts of Eugene. Eugene just looked it up. It's rapier. There you go. Musket. For all you shooties out there, all you guys that like to do the shooties. The looties and the shooties. Similar to the balance updates of other weapons, our goal was to buff and adjust some of the lesser used abilities to make a wider selection of abilities feel viable. I like that I get to read that sentence multiple times today. Again, to reiterate, I think their philosophy behind changes is uh, is excellent. Hey, somebody else ordered some coffee. Another coffee order for the day. Three bags of dark roast to Zubair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, somebody wants some of that dark roast. Thank you, Zubair. I appreciate that. Man, the regular coffee orders. I mean it. I mean it. You guys are such a blessing to my family. It's so nice to have that uh, that support and that consistency. And my kiddos love bagging it up and giving you guys little drawings. Thank you guys so much for that support. If you're new, we do have our own coffee. I mean, it's mine. We get. There's a company that uh, that roasts it and bags it for us and puts the labels on but this is mine it comes to my house and I ship it to you we got a light roast and a dark roast and then we have a holiday blend you can try one of each go for that three pack bundle or just uh, start with the light roast if you're not even really a coffee drinker because they all have balanced acidity and the balanced acidity makes them extremely drinkable whether you do a cold brew or a french press or any of that stuff so uh, I have a problem please send help (laughs) 
Distorted said, I'm drinking your coffee right now. Light roast and I love it. I'm not a coffee guy. I may be now though. I've had a lot of people say that the light roast got them into drinking coffee because again, it is just so drinkable. So you send coffee to Asia. We would be happy to. I will fair warn you that the shipping will be pretty high outside of the U.S. Uh, Last year, 2020 has had a pretty nasty impact on shipping rates outside of the continental U.S. So I'm just going to fair warn you. It's not cheap, but we do do that. Yes. I think we've got... If if your country isn't listed, then we uh, we can get that added. Creature, my producer and web manager, he'll take care of that. Right? He's getting he's getting more titles every day. Okay, here we go. Musket increased musket base damage by two point five percent. Fixed an issue where the musket could not be reloaded after dodge rolling when then triggering auto run. Fix an issue when reloading would not automatically resume after an interruption when the player was aiming. Fix an issue where musket overcharged shots were not being consumed while hip firing when crouched. Traps can no longer be triggered by players in death's door. Sticky bomb increased damage from 175 to 235%. That's a big one uh, for sticky bomb. That's a big buff. Asia is so insane on shipping. Yeah, some of that's just not our fault, man. I really, really wish I could ship it to you and not have it be more expensive than the dadgum coffee itself. Um, OG Boxer says, I normally was a dark roast drinker. I like the light roast over the dark. I've not yet tried the holiday blend. It's still on my dark... You're still on your dark roast bag. Yeah, the holiday blend is the most popular right now. And it's it, it's once it's gone, it's gone. It'll be back next year, but we will not be reordering uh, that. It takes too long. So if you want some of the Frickmas blend, uh, stock up because once it's gone, it's gone until next year. Stopping power, reduce the cooldown from 18 to 15 seconds. Power shot, reduce cooldown from 15 to 12 seconds. Shooter's stance, reduce cooldown from 20 to 18 seconds. Players can now exit shooter's stance by pressing sprint, the ability key, dodge, escape, or releasing right mouse button. Critical reload, fix an issue that caused this passive to function inconsistently. So that is all of the weapon changes. Let's just take a slight break from reading through that. Um, Love to see all the new names in chat. Welcome to all the new subscribers. If you haven't yet hit subscribe, thank you so much for being here. If you haven't hit the like button yet, be sure to do that. It helps out the video. It helps me out. Uh, Leave a comment in chat and take our poll. All of those things are very, very helpful to us and our new world coverage that we try to do on a very regular basis here. We will be doing some Halo coverage as well this afternoon and testing out some of the Battle Pass issues that they have addressed. So we'll be reading what they, you know, their response. Um, and uh, I am being a little cheeky because I told you so. So that'll be later this afternoon. If you like from software games, tomorrow's from Friday. I'll have another Elden Ring topic for you. We don't let those topics out early. Uh, because there are people who will steal the topics. Uh, We've had that experience. So we have to keep the topics kind of under wraps until day of. And then we'll be jumping back into Sekiro. Uh, I have been practicing Sekiro off stream because it's very different than Dark Souls 3. And I was having a hard time. And I whooped up the drunkard last night. I was like, okay, okay. The game's starting to click again. Because it's been a long time since I played it. Um, So... Frickmas is still great, says Eugene, but it receives lower scores because it requires Creamer to reach its potential. So Eugene says dark, then light, then Frickmas. Okay, there you go. 
My my wife is full on like she has the Frickmas blend every day. I balance between all three. So and we appreciate the coffee orders so so much. Like it really is. It's very personal to me when you guys um, you guys trust us and you order it and continue to order it. It does. It means a lot to me um, when you guys order the coffee. The kiddos love giving you drawings, and um, it has just again it's just been such a blessing to my family. So thank you. Um, don't listen to people that tell you Dodge is bad. Homie, I was running circles around the drunkard last night. It felt so good. I was like, oh, I get it now. Like, he's very, very different um, than that. This is going to be your main game now. That's an excellent question that I get asked a lot. New World is not my main game. I would call it our lead game, okay? It's our lead game. It's where we're going to sort of lead with when we don't feel like there's significant big breaking news. Now... We have passed on games that we do not feel like are a part of our, what is called niching down. Niching down meaning we're drilling down into games and game types. And so our niche down is MMOs, RPGs, and, you know, from software games, okay? So we skipped out on on Battlefield and Call of Duty. We're dabbling in Halo, but we're not really planting a flag in Halo, right? Where'd you get that t-shirt? We are partnered with 80s Tees. So anytime you're here, you can use the shirt command and be sure to use my code. Use code LONO for 30% off. 80s Tees is an amazing collection and they have a great Christmas section now. Transformers, Star Wars, this. I got a ton of Christmas shirts to show off to you guys. So be sure you're using that code anytime you go over there. The disc plates back here rotate. I've got some new ones showing up today. If you like those, they're awesome. They hang on the wall with a magnet. Like you stick the magnet to the wall and then you just just snap it on. And then you can swap it out so you can get like a nice collection and rotate them. Very, very nice. Uh, The shirts, the coffee, and the disc plates make great gifts. If you're doing your holiday shopping... Uh, use that displate command or the link below in the description to get that nice discount. Uh, thank you to everybody who's either ordered coffee, a displate, a shirt. All of that helps uh, support me and the brand and what we do. So thank you guys so much. Just remember to use my displate link or my code, uh, code LONO, when you're over there at 80s Tees. We don't have a code for displate, but as long as you click on my link, it should apply a code, a discount uh, to anything you order. You can order anything on displate. Just make sure and use my link before uh, you do. Let's get back to some of the changes in New World. So if you are tuning in, New World Maintenance is happening right now. The game is not playable for another hour and a half or so. And uh, the New World Into the Void update, we're reading through the changes. Big changes coming to New World gameplay. Thank you to all of the new subs today. We're happy to meet you and say hello to you, greet you. If you just want to lurk, that's fine. If you have questions, uh, feel free. Justin says... Is the Firestaff Ice Gauntlet going to be trash now with all of the nerfs? Justin, I've been doing this a long time, covering games and covering buffs and nerfs. And in in my estimation, nerfs usually are bigger in your mind than they are in reality. And I don't mean to dismiss people's concerns, but what I mean is this. You see a bunch of nerfs and you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to be crap now. Most of the nerfs to Firestaff were like 5% nerfs. You are not going to feel that in a significant way, especially since Firestaff was already really, really strong. Ice Gauntlet, similarly, was pretty strong and still is. And they fixed some things that were kind of messing up uh, 
the the ice gauntlet the biggest nerf i've seen is the bust out damage from entombed entombed got like a 60 percent reduction of like when you bust out that damage got dropped pretty heavily i think that's okay it was like 168 and they dropped it down to like 70 or something i think that's fine i that that's not going to completely decimate your build um but that's the biggest nerf i've seen right I did not play with the Ice Gauntlet in the PTR. I played with the Void Gauntlet and really liked it. I am primarily Life Staff and Spear, so I'm excited to see some of those Spear buffs. Um, Keep in mind, most of what they're doing, most of what they're doing is buffing underused trees and abilities to create more diversity, okay? Um, Nerfs do not typically break or destroy something. They typically shave something down a bit because it's just it's outperforming it's going beyond the intended design typically that's what a nerf does <clears throat> and the problem is is you're enjoying it when it's like super crazy fast right it's like I'll give you an example so my son likes to have music on at night when he's going to sleep okay and I'll go in and turn it down and he's gotten accustomed to it being at like volume 8 and I'll turn it down to like a 5 or a 6 He's like, oh, it's too quiet now. His perception is that, oh my gosh, it's so quiet now. And it's really not. He just got accustomed to it being too loud. When you get accustomed to something being a little bit too strong, it may, from a perception standpoint, feel like it's been gutted. But the fact of the matter is, it's still a completely effective and viable option in the game. Does that make sense? Very rarely does a nerf actually kill something. Usually it's psychological and people think it's worse than it is. A justifiable nerf usually feels pretty extreme because you're like, man, this thing was just demolishing and now it's not. Do you guys re- ah, hate to go back to this game? You remember the skull <laughs> in Destiny? Skull of the Dire Ahamkara? It was busted. And when they nerfed it, it suddenly felt like, oh my gosh, it's not the same anymore. Well, yeah, because it was way too strong. It's like, again, it's like your ears getting accustomed to volume 10 and turning it down to 7, it's still perfectly audible and hearable and great, but you got accustomed to it being so, so loud, the volume reduction feels more extreme than it really is. Right? Okay. AI. General AI. New AI enemies. So there's new lost enemies. Withered Swarmancer, Withered Beetle, Lost Shaman, Lost Alligator Pet. Uh, we've seen these, most of these can be seen on the beaches and near areas where there's pirates, uh, ancient guardian, there's a skeleton mage corrupted villager updates, the strong corrupted laborer has put down his pickaxe and picked up some weights now looking larger than ever, villagers have had their attack sets reviewed and reworked to better differentiate them, this is good, this is good, just more variety got some pictures here for you. got some pictures here for you. okay, okay a little, little, little pulling a little Neo action, maybe stopping some bullets, Mayor. Stopping some bullets there. You say I could dodge bullets? No, Neo. <laughs> when the time comes, you won't have to. There's a beetle. I think the beetles are pretty cool looking. In the game, they don't look quite this menacing. They're just on the ground. They're not that big. Um, so there you go. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. This is the uh, the skeleton mage. That's actually kind of cool. Like almost like half of a. Uh, um, uh, uh, like a statue almost ceramic you know 
face ma- face mask. That's actually pretty. That's actually pretty cool art design. All right. Bug fixes in AI tuning. General fix an issue where the AI could sometimes get pushed to invalid areas, causing them to die. There was an issue that caused health potions to generate threat. An issue that caused AI to become unresponsive if a large quantity of players were nearby. An issue that could cause some objects spawned by bosses to not always despawn when intended. Added hit volumes at the feet of all brute enemies to ensure attacks from players more consistently register. Elite affixes. Fix an issue causing uh, slow areas dropped by the slimy modifier to fall through multi-floor buildings. Fix an issue causing phalanx and slow aura to sometimes attach to an enemy's feet and more uh, and move erratically. Fix an issue causing slicer to hit a much larger area than intended. Corrupted breaches. Fix an issue where breaches could suddenly disappear mid-fight. Fix an issue that could sometimes cause enemies to not despawn after a breach was completed. Um, hey, Lona, I'm getting out of here. Can you start? Uh, I'm just getting here. Can you start over from the beginning? <laughs> I expected you to say, I'm not really digging the New World coverage, so I'm out for the day or whatever the other meme is. <laughs> um, Outpost Rush. Fix an issue that could cause bears to attack the wrong gate if both gates were upgraded to Tier 3. Invasion. Fix an issue that allow players to body block the Spriggan. Reduce the damage of the Invasion Spriggan by 20% across the board. Reduce the damage the Invasion Spriggan deals to structures by 50%. That should help with some of the invasions um, being uh, difficult <clears throat> to complete. A lot of people saying they were like, they were really, really tough. And it was, it was, you know, demotivating people from upgrading because the more upgrades you have, the greater the fall if you fail. Ancient Guardian, Ancient Mage. The Ancient Mage is no longer immune to stuns. Reduce the damage of the Ancient Mage's close range blastaway spell. Fix an issue preventing some Ancient Guardian AI from properly retreating. Fix an issue causing some Ancient Guardian AI to strafe indefinitely. Angry Earth. Dryad Archer Leaping Spread Shot should now more consistently hit the player. Dryad Prowler. Fix an issue that made the Prowler T-pose when hit by some attacks. Corrupted Acolyte. Fix an issue causing Corrupted Acolytes to be immune to crowd control effects. A Dynasty Trainee uh, was causing it to not deal damage. Hang on a second. We might have a coffee order. We do! Somebody ordered some coffee. We love to see it. Hey, going for the traffic light. The red, the yellow, and the green. My man, Chest Pain. I love you, bro. I appreciate your thoughts on uh, today's video in the Say No to Rage story. I pinned your comment because it wasn't showing up. It wasn't showing up. So I pinned your comment because I thought it was so good. Uh, Corrupted Commander. Fix an issue that could cause the commander to repeatedly do his dash attack. Jonas the Corrupted. Reduce the model size of Jonas the Corrupted. Reduce the self-healing on Jonas so he is more manageable encounter for a single player. Dynasty Summoner. Fix an issue making the Dynasty Summoner heal for significantly more health than intended during his retreat. Corrupted Villagers. Fix an issue that allowed Corrupted Villagers to chase players forever. (laughs) Wow. Void Destroyer. Fix an issue allowing the Void Destroyer's lasers to shoot players through the fort's wall. The Lost Enemies. Lost Porter. There was an issue that was causing the porters to be unable to correctly retreat. Drowned Sailors. There was an issue allowing Sword and Shield Drowned to block 
while using combo attacks. There was an issue that was causing the drowned mariners to get stuck on geometry. The pistolier fixed an issue where the pistolier could use melee attacks to attack out of range targets. The pistolier will now better use its ranged attacks. Withered fixed an issue preventing withered enemies from killing players in death's door. Fixed an issue that would cause withered grunt to get its head stuck in a fence. That's an actual line in the patch notes. Fix an issue that could cause the withered grunt to get his head stuck in a fence. Like a seven-year-old boy getting his head stuck in the banister in your house. (laughs) Get some Crisco. We got another withered grunt with his head stuck in the fence. Uh, Brutes. Fix an issue with height of brute characters that allowed them to get stuck in doorways. Fix an issue causing the pirate brute's cannon to get stuck to his hand if staggered while in cannon attack. Wildlife. Boars. Fix an issue causing boars to behave erratically if a player shot a projectile near them. Fix an issue causing boars to instantly turn rather than smoothly turn while walking. Fix an issue with the hit volumes on large boars so they can be hit more consistently by attacks. Alligators. Fix an issue where alligators could get stuck trying to attack players who are above them. Did you fix the issue where the alligators could stop being such persistent D-bags? Elk. Fix an issue where elk could get stuck in doorways or inside buildings. Peacocks. Fix an issue where the peacock killed uh, kills were counting as turkey. <laughs> I liked that though. I liked that. I was enjoyable getting per- getting my turkey bounty on uh, on the peacocks. Bears. Fix an issue where the left and right reaction for bears was reversed. Huh? Reduced visible reaction hits on bears when staggered. Fixed an issue uh, that could cause bears to get stuck in trees. That's a funny one. Cats. Disabled cats' ability to look at and track the player with their head when stunned. Wolf. Tune the lunge attack on some wolves to have smaller homing angle to give players a more consistent window of time to dodge the attack. Tone down the player reaction to wolf attack so that players are now pushed more smoothly instead of snapping to a new location. Stanley. Resolved a behavioral issue sometimes allowing Stanley to get stuck running in place <laughs> do you remember in Sixth Sense when he said stuttering Stanley uh, there's a joke there anyway expeditions if you're new thank you so much for being here be sure to smash the like button you can say something in chat as long as you are a subscriber subscribing is totally free instantaneously lets you talk in my chat and take the poll about the new world into the void update thank you guys so much for being here acting erratically around gunfire seems like a natural response that's what i'm saying like so you shoot at the boar and what's he supposed to do act calm you know <laughs> the boar's like i'm freaking out man i'm freaking out all right amrine excavation simon gray adjusted simon's uh, affixes to always be the same static effect between each spawn fix an issue causing him not to pause summoning minions after all of his minions are killed Uh, Foreman uh, Nakashima adjusted Nakashima's affixes to always be the same static effects between each spawn. The Deaths Arc Deacon Azamela Fix an issue allowing his hounds to be repeatedly killed for experience and loot. Fix an issue causing hounds to not play proper spawn animation. Fixed a rare issue where Azamela 
uh, would try to attack players outside of his arena. Fix an issue where the teleporters could be left on after a team wipe. Fix an issue causing the teleport visual effects to not apply to the player. Fix an issue causing his obelisks to not show the beam VFX. Fix an issue that allowed the corrupted uh, carapace over Captain Thorpe's teleporter to be damaged by enemies. Fix an issue that made scary shiv acolyte enemies immune to all crowd control debuffs. Uh, Arch as in archway? Archdeacon or archdeacon? Archdeacon? Whatever. Dynasty Shipyard. Commander Chen. Tighten up Commander Chen's damage volume so that he deals more consistent damage in the expected locations. Um, the Isabella's pets. Fix an issue where uh, Isabella wouldn't look at the player she was targeting with her pistol shot. Fix an issue where the death of Isabella's tigers could empower the AI outside of the arena. Yo, what's good, Agent Atwood? Fix an issue causing Isabella to only deal strike damage. Okay? Um, uh, Let's see. Empress. Fix an issue causing the Dragon Breath spell to kill players in Death's Door. Fix an issue causing Pearl Pedestals to continue casting even after death. Fix an issue causing Pearl Pedestals hitbox to be too high. Adjusting timing on Dragon Dive so that it's less likely to hit players before the visual appears. Fix an issue causing Corruption Blast to be difficult to block for players who are very close, such as the group's tank. Fix an issue causing the Empress to be vulnerable to damage during specific animations while in Phase 2. Matasbo says, I need some more coffee. Unfortunately, I cannot partake in the wonderful Rage of Stark Roast here at work. Oh, that's unfortunate. Get your uh, get your offices, the offices you guys work in, get them to uh, to just get in touch with us and we'll, we'll supply your coffee. <laughs> Garden of Genesis. Uh, Alluvium Marl. Fix an issue causing his minions to be level 57 instead of 66. Fix an issue causing Alluvium Dive Attack to sometimes deal no damage. Fix an issue that could sometimes cause players to become stuck in Alluvium's uh, root arena wall. Blighted Greenskeeper. Fix an issue preventing the small poison pools from dealing proper damage. Reduced damage of the Siren Scream by 15%. Um... Lazarus Instrumentality Uh, Scylla Fix an issue where Scylla's staff phase would be too long causing the conduits to become out of sync with her arcane might stacks and then Chartus Fix a rare issue that allowed Chartus beam to continue after all players were dead Slight increased the damage volume size of Chartus armpits for more consistent hits Fix an issue that prevented Chartus from taking bonus damage from the ancient Bane perk. Fix an issue that prevented the ice gauntlets in Tomb from being damaged by Chartus's laser. Fix an issue that allowed Chartus to be damaged by throwing hatchets from outside of his arena. Fix several issues that prevented Chartus and his Lazarus orbs from being damaged by player abilities. Arena bosses. Avarice. Fix an issue that allowed Avarice's minions to drop loot. Banes reduce the model size of Banes. And we are now down to economy, progression, and loot. Um, there you go. Let's, uh, let's take a little break from reading. 
PlayStation's Black Friday deals. Oh, let's take a look at these. So, PlayStation blog Black Friday deals coming up. Uh, they are going to have... Oh, my word. Everything. <laughs> everything is going to be discounted. They're not saying the discounts just yet. Yeah, so many games. Like, every game. <laughs> I'm not going to read through those right now. Give me one second, guys. Uh, smash that like button. Hit subscribe so you can talk in chat. Take our poll. I'll be right back. We will finish reading through the New World Into the Void update that's making big changes to New World gameplay. If you like my Christmas shirt, use the shirt command, the displates, the coffee, or the join button. More and more members. We're getting closer and closer to 400 members. Thanks so much for being here. I'll be right back.
Sorry, kiddos were wanting to show me some stuff. They're running around the living room to like, my wife puts on like a classic rock station and they're like running around the living room dancing and also like fighting and wrestling. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, Sven said that this morning. Like I said this morning, it's awful. It needs fix. Is it intentional? Yeah, the lack of footsteps in ranked or whatever in Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be ready for mosh pits. <laughs> right? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely ready for mosh pits. That's that's really what we what we strive for in our parenting. All right. Let's get back to this. The the New World Into the Void update. Uh, if you guys are tuning in. A lot of new subs today, man. So happy to, to see new subs and to see people talking in chat that we uh, names I don't recognize really really appreciate that um uh can't find the part where I was hunting Tensi it was really early because we were like we were still debating the we were still debating the the pay disparity like thing okay let's get into this so this is the next part of the uh, New World Into the Void update, economy, progression, and loot. Uh, economy, progression, and loot. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, let me check something here. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. Like I could not get the mm, a frog. I wonder where that expression came from. Got a frog in your throat, right? Wonder where that came from. So. Really, really strong turnout today, guys. Thank you so much. 34 likes to 400. Oh, we're close to 400 likes. Let's uh, let's get it. I do need to schedule uh, the next stream, this afternoon stream. Um, where is it? Where is it? Stream holding. So this afternoon will be uh, Halo Infinite Battle Pass. I told you so. <laughs> I'm actually very interested to see uh, with such different... Um, uh, topics and coverage <laughs> what's it going to look like today very very different today very excited to have the support today uh, for the, the new world coverage we really really appreciate you guys that either are brand new or coming back uh, we do this talk show Monday through Friday and we uh, we greatly appreciate uh, just all of the, the support and uh, all the positivity as well uh, we really really do and uh, we, I'm very excited about from Friday tomorrow, man. I'm, I'm excited to jump back into Sekiro with you guys. Uh, I'll obviously be, you know, probably raging out a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, that is okay. That's part of it. And uh, it's very, very different than Dark Souls. It is. It's very, very different than Dark Souls. And we, uh, I'm having to kind of adjust. So I am kind of playing off stream. I know you guys consider that cheating, uh, which is, you know, hilarious. Uh, which is hilarious. Uh, Battle pass testing. I don't even remember which one we're supposed to use. I'm going to use this one. I'm going to use the first one. The battle pass I told you so. Okay. And let's get this. We just. I just want to get this scheduled so that people have a chance to get the 30 minute noti since notis are being kind of funky today we'll do that at noon and we will play a little halo infinite uh multiplayer this afternoon if people are around we're gonna be testing battle pass progress um 
Sifu launches February the 8th. Oh, it's got an earlier launch date. Sifu was originally going to be late in February. They've bumped it. That's not the original. The original launch date was, was late February. I'm really excited about that. I think Sifu looks very, very cool. Um... You mean special Discord access to play with you on Infinite? Nah, dude. I just kind of just pull people in. I'm not. I am. I am not gonna be. I am not gonna be picky. I'm not gonna be picky. That is. That is for sure. Uh, we're just gonna be playing and just monitoring the battle pass progress. Um, so Halo Infinite Battle Pass told you so is basically the name of that stream in the thumbnail. We'll st- we'll kick things off with a little bit of a talk show, uh, and we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of chop it up before we jump into gameplay. Uh, doing ranked matches? I don't know. I mean, we could test everything. I kind of like the big team battle stuff. Big team battle might be really fun too if we pull a bunch of people from chat. So I know that's very different from the new world. I know it's a big, big shift. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy the variety. Uh, if you're a fan of new world, we're going to try and give you very regular cadence of new world coverage. So... Um, can anyone tell you how to make easy money in New World? Well, first of all, please don't, please stop spamming that in my chat. That's not really what we're here for. Uh, if you would like help, I'm I'm gonna put you. I'm actually gonna put you in timeout because it's just annoying. Um, so you, just just take a chill, just take a chill, take a timeout, and just chill for a minute. If you're trying to get money in New World, there are no shortcuts. Uh, there are some good things you can do. Um, there are some good things you can do to earn gold, but we're not here to, to give you like a make money quick guide. So that's not why my chat and channel is here. All right, economy, progression, and loot. Uh, and again, this is part of the New World Into the Void update, making big changes to New World gameplay. Okay. Uh, faction change cooldown has been reduced to 60 days down from 120 so they're gonna let you change your factions a little bit more often two months uh i think that's fair repair kit weight has been reduced from two to point one we felt two was too heavy and point one is not very heavy at all should be easy to keep a few at the ready in your back pocket out of the item uh, chunk of consecrated iron to the top rank of the faction shop for all factions. Chunks of consecrated iron are used to craft the resilient perk for armor items. Uh, economy. All trading posts have been linked. Yay! Both the listing tax and purchase tax will be paid to the territory where the buy or sell order was listed. Items listed in sell orders that expire are returned to the settlement from which they were posted. It is excuse me. Um, it is no longer possible to place items on the trading post for 28 days. The maximum is now 14 days. Um, reduce durability loss from PvP deaths by 10%. Reduce the quantity of honey gamed from the uh, apiaries by 50% and the amount of milk from cows by 65%. Who cares about this? Honey trees are unaffected by this change. We made this change because the volume of milk and honey in the world is higher than our initial estimates. Um, The bees and cows are happy about this change. Housing taxes are now due every seven days instead of every five days. No change to cost, so players will gain two days of housing time without an increase to their taxes. Nice change. Progression. 
reduced territory standing gains from cooking as they were a bit more generous when compared to similar efforts put into other crafting trade skills. Updated a Harpless Homestead Town project to now require one mission item instead of five. Increase the XP requirements for progressing crafting trade skills. Once players unlock a new tier of recipes, like iron to steel, the XP requirements to continue progressing by just crafting things at the previous tier will be significantly diminished. However, it should still still take the same amount of effort to progress a crafting skill if you craft items in the highest tier you are capable of crafting. This is a sensible and logical and fair change. I have no issues with this change at all. None. This is fine. It makes sense. Uh, Trade skills. Potion crafting update. We felt some of the higher tier core potions, particularly health potions and mana potions, were a little too difficult to craft, so we updated the recipes to craft these items and introduced a new alchemical uh, component to do so. Alkahest. Alkahest is crafted by distilling the magical herbs found throughout uh, Adernum uh, and serves as a reliable and potent base for potions going forward. Um, you're going to trigger people in the next stream. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, rare resources from gathering nodes. Thanks to reports in the forums, we found a probability issue with rare resources from tier two, three, four gathering nodes, and we resolved it. Thanks to everyone who contributes to making New World better with your reports. The short version is we had a couple of probabilities that were multiplying each other, resulting in a near zero chance of some already rare items dropping. This combined with an issue that could make it next to impossible for an item to drop if your luck values were too high, not exactly how luck should work, which translated into a luck sweet spot that you had to be in to even have a chance, that near zero chance, of getting a drop. With this fix, things like Fey Iron, Void Metal, Phase Fiber, Petrified wood should now have an appropriate chance to drop after you reach a certain trade skill level. This chance can be increased by eating the appropriate trade skill when gathering um, trade skill foods. I think they missed a word there. By eating the appropriate trade skill foods when gathering. You're not eating your appropriate trade skill. Uh, Trade skill foods also enable the possibility for these to drop before you would ordinarily be able to receive them based on your trade skill level alone, albeit at a very rare rate fishing. Opening fishing mission now requires three woodlouse bait instead of five. Standing ovation for that. That's pretty minor. Fishing XP gains are horrible. I'm surprised they didn't mess with that. Uh, And now we are getting to the very bottom of the patch notes here. Just a smattering of bug fixes. Loot rewards. Added several new named items as special drops from named knights found in the world. Knights that are quest targets don't have special drops. Added a new style of weapons that drop from the knight enemy type. Rook's defense tower shield now has a tower shield appearance instead of a kite shield appearance. Um... Uh, added an added a set of weapons designed by the participants of the Battle of New World event. These weapons are tier five and capable of being legendary if they roll a gear score of six hundred. A set of new weapons by the participants of the Battle for New World event. Okay, what's that? Is that a, is that an open world thing? Is that a, is that one of the uh, expeditions at the end? Notable bug fixes. This list is huge. Players can no longer create buy orders for items that cannot exist. Fix an issue that was caused uh, that was causing bread and cheese baits 
from being craftable in the kitchens. Players can no longer post sell orders when their storage is full. Fix an issue that was causing boars and alligators to grant more skinning XP than intended. Fix an issue that could cause players to come across bags of discarded items not belonging to them and couldn't be correctly interacted with. Fix an issue that prevented town project missions from resetting the mission state when dropped. That was from the beta? Fix an issue that was causing quick left mouse button taps when reeling in a fish to cause the reeling to happen automatically. This could make it very difficult to control the line tension. Yeah, that happened to me a couple of times. It would just like keep going and I'm like, wait, no, I, I don't. why is that happening? Um, that was from quick mouth, mouse uh, clicks. So they have, uh, they have since fixed that, it seems. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fix an issue that was causing higher tier common items to drop from certain low level enemies. Fix an issue that was causing small and large star metal and aracalcum veins to give the opposite amount of the ore that was mined. Fix an issue with a syndicate armor piece that was causing it to have much higher gear score and by extension level requirement than it should. Please note that this will fix uh, this fix will affect existing instances of the item. Fix an issue that was causing gold and platinum ingots to require a smelter one tier higher than they should. Fix an issue that was causing some name-crafted items to present as legendary but craft as epic. Now they should be appropriately presenting as epic. Fix an issue that was allowing fire staves to be crafted with unrefined wood. Added a new craft mod to the game to account for a small number of perks that could roll on items but were unable to be assigned in crafting. Fix an issue where some craft mods were dropping in-game, but were unable to be traded on the trading post. Similarly, the trading post listed some craft mods that were deprecated and not dropping. These have been removed as listable on the trading post. When removed, some deprecated and non-functional craft mods from the drop list, if you possessed one of these, it has been changed to a different functional item. So here are all the swaps. Star Metal Arcanist Charm converted to Steel Armorer's Charm. I don't know. I don't know why this one's here twice. This is this seems like Oh no, no. The Star Metal Arcanist Charm is now Steel Arcanist. Star Metal Armorer's Charm is now Steel Armorer's Charm. So the Star Metal stuff has been converted to Steel. Uh Star Metal Chef's Charm to Steel. Silver of Corrupted Matter converted to Shard of Corrupted Matter. Uh, I'm sorry, that's a sliver, not a silver. Sliver. Star Metal Jewel Crafter is now Steel Jewel Crafter Charm. Aracalcum Traveler's Charm has been switched to Star Metal Traveler's Charm. Drop of Vicious Azoth has been converted to Vial of Vicious Azoth. Azoth, sorry. Squirming Vines has been turned to Tangle of Writhing Briar. Uh, A couple more Writhing Briars here. Writhing Vines and Thrashing Vines have been changed to Clump of Writhing Briar. Shard of Wordwood Resin and Chunk of Wordwood Resin have been converted to Resin Shavings. Vial of Wordwood Sap has been converted to Vial of Sap, and the Drought of Wordwood Sap has been converted to Drought of Sap. There was an issue that was causing attribute mods to not be usable as an ingredient when crafting repair kits. There was an issue that was causing repair kits to charge a coin fee when used. There was an issue that caused certain pieces of weaponsmithing armors to not drop. Hellfire renewing their membership. Thank you so much. Any cross save news? Why would you need cross save? The game is only on PC. I'm not. Are you talking to me or somebody in chat? Um, 
Quick Mouth Clicks is the spin-off TV series of Big Mouth Strike. <laughs> uh, yo, what's good, Hellfire? How are you? Uh, ooh! Oh! Oh, there's another one! Oh my goodness, it felt so good. Okay. Ooh-wee! Oh, East Coast to West Coast? Is that what he's talking about? I like the poll, but I'm torn between the bug fixes and the new enemies. The Void Gauntlet's cool, but not relevant to me, a tank brawler. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Capcom has announced that their mystery new game, Pragmata, has been pushed back to 2023. A lot of that going to be happening probably in the coming times. Guys, if you haven't taken the poll in chat, the New World Into the Void update. What is most exciting? 35% saying Void Gauntlet. Basically, 35% saying Bug Fixes. So, Void Gauntlet and Bug Fixes taking up about 70%. And Weapon Balancing is next at 18%. And New Enemies taking up the rear at 14%. Coffee? Did you order some coffee, Hellfire? Thank you to everybody who ordered some coffee today. Yep, there is another coffee order. Holy moly. That's... One, two, three, four, five orders for the day. One bag of Frickmas to Hellfire. Five orders for the day. Can we get ten? Can we double it? I think we can double it. UX, UI, and social changes. Streamer mode updates. Players can now individually block company invites, group invites, friend invites, coin transfer, trade requests, dual requests, and chat direct messages. Choosing the full do not disturb will turn off all incoming notifications. Asmongold is probably very happy. (laughs) Added notifications to the sending player to let them know their invites or requests are blocked when sending to a player actively using streamer mode salvage and repair added a tool tip on damage gear indicator explaining how to repair added the damage gear indicator to the inventory screen when a player has damaged gear added a tutorial pop-up to better explain repair parts highlighted repair all and repair buttons to make them clearer notable bugs we now prevent players from locking in player-to-player trades that would result in inventory overflow. Players near the coin cap are prevented from doing trades that would cause one player to exceed the cap and therefore lose coin. Added a quest icon and highlight animations to crafting items that are required for quests. Fixed a bug that caused titles to be reset after each update. Thank you. Added a proper icon to a number of items that were missing icons in the trading post. Leaving a group during a war caused you to leave the war without warning. Players can no longer leave groups during war, but they can leave the war after confirming they want to do so. Fixed a bug where sometimes the tier of crafting and refining stations shown on the map were wrong. Added a confirmation prompt when attempting to, quote, take all from the storage shed to avoid annoying accidental misclicks. We now show an icon to members of your faction when they are flagged. This should help players determine if they have nearby reinforcements or sufficient numbers for a PvP engagement. Upcoming War and Invasion tooltip on the map will now remain closed and not reappear when you open the map if you close the notification until the next War or Invasion. Thank you. Yeah, the Void Gauntlet's today, but there's currently maintenance. Uh, Shakuzalu. If foreign language strings are missing, it will no longer show debug strings. It will show the English text instead for better context. Update. Our team included these additional fixes in the Into the Void update. 
fix an issue where Chess and Lazarus instrumentality and Garden of Genesis were not properly contributing to the high watermark system. Fix issues preventing Gear Score 600 Arcana weapons from being crafted. Tier 5 weaponsmithing pants now drop from the named enemy Entropy, which enables players to complete their full set of weaponsmithing apparel. Increased coin gain from expedition bosses starting in Starstone by 25% and wrapping up to the end game expedition bosses, granting an additional 100%. Thank you for the support. We'll see you in Adernum. It's time to vanquish some Varangian knights. And there you have it. Probably the longest update patch note blog I have ever read in my time as a content creator. Encouraged to see. Uh, the philosophy behind diversity of builds, they're pushing it with um, they're pushing it with buffs, and I like that. Um, I really really like that. I think that's a very very good choice. Uh, I think that's excellent. Um, the themes, atmosphere, narrative and overall plot were gripping. And the midpoint reveal is so so good. Um, when she says uh don't fear the reaper literal uh, chills even today thinking about it so excellently done bam <laughs> uh, talking to somebody about returnal some guy acted like the story story wasn't that good um I don't know I have no idea why you would think that (laughs) like what are you talking about nice shirt thank you this is from 80s tees another one from 80s tees if you guys are getting into the holiday spirit they got a great uh Christmas holiday collection over there at 80s tees what is my phone doing there we go uh uh Yeah, this multiverses game actually looks pretty cool. I do not like brawlers. I don't. I don't like brawlers. But it actually looks pretty cool. It does. Uh, If you're new, have any questions, curious about any of the things in today's update, the New World Into the Void update that is making pretty significant adjustments to New World gameplay, be sure to subscribe, leave a comment in chat. We'd be happy to help you out. Keep smashing that like button. Let's get 400 likes. Did you see uh, Jeff's response when asked about the nominations? No, what did he say? Did, did he? D- does he have anything to say about the fact that, like, that Returnal... I don't understand how it can be side-by-side side with all of the Game of the Year noms in Best Direction but not get a Game of the Year. Like, what in the actual... What, what, what did you do, Jeff? Right? Who? Right? Uh... We also have the Player's Voice Award. Full public voting has its challenges, namely people who game the system. Turns into a popularity contest, ETC. Curious to see what happens with the vote. The choice is yours. Somebody said, I have a hard time believing that, especially since you guys only take 10% consideration from people who matter, you, us, the gamers, a.k.a. the viewers for your show. I respect the industry. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to see what people are saying here. Um... Pay attention to what we play regardless of the genre. Okay. Um, 
I added an update to the Game of the War Awards story, Game of the, the Game Awards story, which highlights some of the time constraints the jury had when nominating games. While Forza is eligible, the cutoff date for nominating was November the fifth. Forza Horizon Five Early Access didn't start until November the fifth. Um, if the cutoff is there, why is Forza nominated in other categories? Uh, destroyed. And you did so easily. Let me guess. The cutoff date only affects Game of the Year category. That's very convenient. Jeff says, if a game is eligible in one category, it's eligible in all. Uh, why isn't what in Game of the Year? Forza? Because at least six other games received more votes. Did he say something specifically? When a game is nominated, i.e. voted in one category, it's voted in all. So if a game isn't nominated, it wasn't voted for? What? When a game is nominated, i.e. voted in one category, it's voted in all? So if a game isn't nominated, it wasn't voted for. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me because they didn't nominate Returnal, it didn't have a chance? Is that what you mean? Like, so because they don't nom it, it doesn't have a chance of getting votes because like Returnal's better than Deathloop. I will fight you in the street on this. Returnal's better than Deathloop at like every level. It's better than Resident Evil 8. I will literally I will literally meet you in the street and fight you on this. Like it's better. That's what I took from the tweet. Um let me see what else he's saying here. The jury is pretty much every major media publication in the world that covers games. The public will have an opportunity to fully vote in the Player's Voice Award. You know what actually stinks is that Returnal didn't get the votes or the push because the major media publications are soft and they probably couldn't beat it. So they didn't get to experience it. Do you know what I'm saying? Deathloop is hands down game of the year. No, it's not. Don't know defending a road. Would you look at that? That's why Returnal isn't getting a game of the year nod because the 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 gaming media and publications are soft and they couldn't beat it. So they were like meh and they poo pooed it. They didn't get to experience the crazy story turns and gameplay and freaking music that's mind blowing. They didn't get to experience any of it because they're not good enough to. It took me a long time as well to beat it. That's what's unfortunate. They did their balance pass. I beat the game in one run, basically, and I was like, this is the greatest game this year's produced. It's amazing. If a game is nominated for one thing, it's eligible for all of them. I understand, Wheezy. Okay, thank you. I don't know, Lona. The media is the same media that praises Dark Souls. I'm not sure if that holds. No, no. Because Sven, one of the reviewers was like, I play Dark Souls to relax and he couldn't beat the third area. Like, that's what's so unfortunate. I will sit here and fully admit to you that I didn't change my opinion about Game of the Year until I, I know I haven't beat beat it, but I did a run. I, I did a completed run, and I was like, Game of the Year. No doubt in my mind, this is the best game that has come out this year. It, it kicks the snot out of Deathloop. It's better than Ratchet and Clank. It's better than Resident Evil 8. Like, it is game of the year. You will net you won't you won't convince me of that. And the biggest reason it's not getting the nom is because you have to have the experience I had to think that and so many people that were voting or nominating probably did not get that far in the game. They probably didn't. 
and so they don't get to see they don't get to see the value it's hidden from them because it's a rogue and it's friggin tough if that's the reason that it's not getting the nom then that's frustrating I can fully sit here and tell you that if I was on the board voting I wouldn't have voted for Returnal either because I wouldn't have gotten far enough to see the value. I'd have been like, it's a good game. Give it sound design. Give it art direction. I wouldn't have given it game of the year nod. I'm sitting here admitting to you that if I wouldn't have made it that far, I would have done the same thing. I'd have been like, no, yeah, it's got great art art direction and sound design. It's a phenomenal game. But my mind changed when I got that far. When she says, don't fear the Reaper, and you get the story and the cutscenes and the boss fights and just the scope and the size of the areas, it's just like, there is not another game like this in existence. Another sloppy arcane game with, albeit, great art direction and really, really great storytelling. Deathloop's not better. It isn't. It's, sl- it's a sloppy game in comparison. They didn't play it long enough for it to click. Right. If the game was called Hideo Kojima Presents Returnal, it would have gotten the knob. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Jeff loves I- I- Kojima. That's that's clear. Um, uh, yeah, there's people asking about like different categories getting disqualified because it's the West. Um, yeah. Mm. somebody saying they wish there was a way to new game plus returnal mm-hmm. what was the story behind returnal anyway did you get far enough to figure that out I'm far enough out to know that I think everything is, a, is, is her working through trauma I don't think she's actually there I don't think she's actually on the planet. Now, when it turns and she goes home and dies anyway and ends up back on the planet, that again to me is the embodiment of how she's trapped by her trauma. She's, I think she might be in a coma from the accident and her trauma is keeping her trapped. She could be in a, just a vegetative state sitting somewhere and I think her trauma has her trapped. I don't think she's on a planet. I thought you beat Returnal. I did, but I didn't. I did, but I didn't. There's a whole other way. You beat it again, and there's whole other elements of the story that we don't know yet. Yeah. Whole other elements. Um, if you guys are tuning in for the New World Into the Void coverage, we appreciate you being here uh, very, very much. And uh, we read through all the patch notes. If you have any questions, be sure to hit subscribe. Uh, be sure to hit the like button. Many of you may have just tuned in because you got the 30-minute noty on my Halo stream that we'll be doing here in a little bit. We're covering that as well. Super close to 400 likes, so thanks so much uh, for being here. The patch is already live, Remlock, and um, maintenance should be ending in the next 30 minutes. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be able to get in, but that's when maintenance is supposed to be ending. You don't need New Game Plus. It has infinite replayability. She may not know it, Eugene. The person commenting on my tweet may not know what you know. She may have gotten the credits like I did and thought, oh, that's the end. Mm. Um, hang on, let me tell her. Let me tell her that. Uh, let's see here. Even, 
Uh, after the credits roll, there is apparently a lot more story for a second completion. Uh, haven't managed to do that yet. Uh, but I'm told it's excellent. I'm told it's good. I already said excellent in the previous week. Even after the credits roll, there is apparently a lot more story for a second completion. Haven't managed to do that yet, but I'm told it's good. You might not know that. Dig in the shirt. Thank you, Hex. <clears throat> you were the 400th like. Thank you, Jess. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. He started doing the hands like he was telling people about the channel, so I thought he forgot. Um, I'm muting for returnal spoilers. Lono, give me the finger gun when you're done. <laughs> That was a tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She responded to a tweet about some guy was saying that it didn't have it didn't have very much story, and I was like, "The frick are you talking about?" Ratchet and Clank's up there, and its story is good, but it's still basically like Pixar movie cartoon story. Like, it's not that amazing. Like, it's good, but Returnal story is phenomenal. It's so well. It's ah, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to get into spoilers for Zubay or anybody else, but Dad Gummit. Oh my gosh, just. Very disappointing to see it not get the game of the year nod when a sloppy game like Deathloop, I, that game just got slobbered on. I, I swear, if I swear if Deathloop takes game of the year, I'll be so dadgum disappointed. Um, it's out of its depth. It's just so out of its depth. Um, not to mention, not to mention, like Resident Evil Eight. Like, are you freaking serious? Just, just another Resident Evil game? Great, like. Holding hold you to that now uh, about finishing games. Won't return to get game of the year, but no nom because people didn't finish it or was too hard. Yeah, yeah. You're frustrated with the Halo Battle Pass? We will be talking about that, breaking it down, and testing it out here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's another Hellblade. I like such stories. I've not had the experience I had with Returnal since I played a game like Hellblade. That's exactly right. I really hope Deathloop wins. The outrage that will occur in the stream is going to be great. Yeah, I'm actually nervous. I am. I'm nervous that Deathloop's going to take it purely because of the favoritism it received from the review outlets. It was such a joke. That, that, all you have to do, all you have to do, is go to uh, Deathloop Metacritic to see the giant disparity. An 88 from the reviewers. It got nines and tens from some of the review outlets. It's got a 6.3 from the users. All you gotta do is go there to see that freaking disparity. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like, what did you say? <laughs> An 88 and then a 6. Returnal's a lot closer. 85, 7.3. Returnal's a lot closer. It's right where it should be. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. 88, 8.6 from the users. Like, whew, step in step. Ratchet and Clank. Come on, dude. Come the frig on. Let, let's let's yeah, let's go to Resident Evil 8. Uh 8. Resident Evil 8. Oh, they must have it in here with the um What do they have it in here with the stupid Oh, there it is. Resident Evil Village. 84 8.5. Okay, all right. Fine. 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 
Resident Evil at least has no significant disparity between the reviews and the users. The way that freaking Deathloop does. Returnal and Ratchet and even Resident Evil all have a very, very similar review to user, you know, user score. And Deathloop has this giant freaking chasm between because it's not as good as the reviewers say. It's like a solid seven out of ten game, and the reviewers slobbered all over it. I was like, I don't under, I do not understand. Yeah, I beat Village. I thought it was, I thought it was weak. I, I don't know. Art style was great. Writing and voice acting was phenomenal, but I just thought it was weak. I thought it was a super weak game. The ending was super disappointing. Call of Duty nonsense. The story was good, but I don't know. What I just don't. I just did not feel like Resident Evil Eight was was a game of the year. It's great that the fans love it. Like it got a great score from the reviewers, and the fans loved it. Awesome. I was hoping for more Resident Evil Seven. So my bias is 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 very clearly showing, and I own that. It's like I. It was such a change in style. And the execution of the ending, I thought, was actually poor. Even if I would have liked the style, I still would have disliked the ending. You like Village more than 7? I mean, there were people that liked Village more than 7 because Village was a return to a classic Resident Evil feel and 7 was not. Um, Forza has the highest Metacritic score and it's the best game to come out this year and got robbed. Forza, Returnal, and Ratchet and Clank are the only next-gen games you can play right now. They actually feel, look, and run like next-gen games. So, Deathloop and, you know, even Resident Resident Evil 8 was very beautiful. I don't know if you would say it's next-gen, but uh, Deathloop's just getting, getting, I don't know why. I really don't know why. I don't know why it got slobbered on the way that it did. It's art design was great. It's voice actors are extremely talented. It's a dope game, but it is not a 9 and a 10 out of 10 game. It's just not. It isn't. There were so there were so many reasons to knock that down a couple pegs to at least a 7 or an 8. Um, I don't know. 9s and 10s are so rare in the industry. I didn't see anything in Deathloop that warranted such an unprecedented scoring, you know what I mean? Um, it felt to me if I'm going to theorize, nobody wanted to be critical of that game. They wanted to celebrate it, and their scores represent that. It was more about celebrating that game than properly reviewing it. I, that's, I don't know. That's my theory. Yeah, Sven, the art direction in Resident Evil Village is, 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 is absolutely 10 out of 10. It was beautifully done. Very, very well done. From the environments to the characters, yes. Art design art design and direction for Village was just was just top notch. Gameplay wasn't as interesting. Yeah, I thought the gameplay was was pretty poor. Um, I don't know. Where do you check critic versus public ratings? I go to Metacritic for that. Um, I go to Metacritic for that. If Deathloop released last January, it would have been forgotten and not even nominated. Yeah, it landed in a, it landed in a drought and it got it got treatment that it didn't deserve because it was like there was nothing else to play. There was nothing else to play and it got it, it, it got it got treated like it was royalty because it had it did zero competition and it landed in a drought. Like, if I came to you in the middle of the desert and gave you a glass of tepid water, you would think it was the most refreshing water in, in the world. And if I put that tepid water next to an ice-cold glass of water, you would think differently. 
but it landed in a vacuum like nothing there was nothing to 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 compete with it if that thing would have landed side by side with returnal or ratchet no it's because death loop is easy mode returnal that's what the media like that's exactly right that's exactly why returnal and listen i like i owned it earlier i'm telling you the unfortunate reality for returnal is that most of the reviewers and most of the review outlets were probably like me they stalled out about halfway through the game they saw the value the beauty the sound they saw all of it and they were like okay solid game and that was the end of it if they didn't get to do one or two complete runs they sadly did not get to experience some of its greatest parts I, I, that's why Eugene was like dude it's so unfortunate that you're not going back it's so unfortunate that you stopped because he had seen the light he was like dude it's it just you have to keep going and that's unfortunate it takes two game of the year I hope it takes two win some awards Hilly I really does and it's obviously very special for you and me in this community but I don't see it taking game of the year unfortunately um I don't know <laughs> if you don't make it past biome 3 you'll never understand that game yeah if you don't get biome 4 I actually would say it this way Eugene biome 4 is the hinge that the story turns on right it's like when the hatch light went on and lost like it's like like that that's like the turning point in Returnal. I'm not going to spoil anything, Zubair. But Biome 4, that's the hinge. Whoop! You get to there, and you get to that boss, and you hear the music and all of that, and she says some of her best lines. Uh, that, that's it. That's the turning point for the whole game. <clears throat> what about Kana Bridge of Spirits? I think Kana will win the debut one, probably. Debut indie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kana will probably win that. Because Kana's in... It'll either be Kana or Valheim. For the debut indie, I think it's I think it's Kana's category to lose. Kana is a, is a triumph for a small team. Gee, money. And I had my criticisms. I had my issues, right? Here's my issue with Returnal. Why don't these dudes stop shooting at me all the time? I'm sick and tired of it. (laughs) Hope we get a vid for SNTR Game of the Year. It'll be better than the Game Awards. Mm -mm -mm. It's Psychonauts 2 for Sweet this year? No. No. Psychonauts has a chance for narrative. It does. It has a chance for narrative. It doesn't stand a chance in the other categories. It's not even in that many categories. It's in Game of the Year Direction and Narrative, isn't it? Game of the Year direction and narrative three right i don't think it's in any more is it i don't think it stands a chance in any i don't think it stands a chance in any of the categories this is in if it was a thicker year i don't think it would have the number of noms that it has next year game of the year is going to be insane oh my gosh yeah because you're going to have horizon forbidden west i mean elden ring is is likely gonna gonna crush next year. I doesn't seem nothing seems to matter. 
So I'll eat any uh, whatever you bring down. We've sold five orders, Mama. We've sold five. <laughs> Don't look disappointed. That's great. My wife said it's 10 Thursday. She wants 10 orders. <laughs> and 50 Friday? I don't think we've ever sold that many today. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh. I think we need to maybe just stop the shakes. That's the only thing I could think. I feel better. No. I don't know what it is, but I start the morning and I feel like, oh, things are improving. And then I have the shake and I'm like, sausage didn't mess with me. It didn't. I was fine. I don't know. Love hearing how hype Lono is for Elden Ring. <clears throat> she keeps moving the bar on us. That's right. Elden Ring will suffer the same fate as Returnal. No, it won't. No, it won't. Because all the early press about Elden Ring is like, no, it's not. It's not. It's di- Here's why it's different. Here's why it's different. Elden Ring is a From Software game, and Elden Ring has accessibility inroads. Returnal's like, beat it or shut the frick up. Like, it's very different. Returnal's also like, you died, go back to the beginning. Like... I don't think Elden Ring is going to suffer the same fate as Returnal. I think people are going to go into it with expectations of like, I think people went into Returnal wanting an action adventure game because it would be an amazing one, but they got a bullet hell rogue and they didn't like it and it was hard and they didn't get very far. You know? Want to bet? I don't have to bet. Have you seen all the press about Elden Ring? It's already getting ridiculous scores and reviews. What do you mean? What What is there to bet? I've already won the argument. <laughs> Elden Ring doesn't have accessibility inroads? Sure it does. Sure it does. They've already talked about that, Wheeze. The, the, the makers of the game have talked about how it has more accessibility inroads than the previous titles with the way that you can build and adjust to the fights. They, they themselves have said this. I'm not making this up. Like Their own commentary on the game is that it'll be one of the more approachable games they've made. Even, if the, even in the Elden Ring presser, I think they were specific about there being multiple avenues to play. Yeah, the reviewers will actually beat Elden Ring, so it should be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Returnal was a brand new experience. It's literally the first and only of its category. That's why it deserves way more attention than it got. It's 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 a pioneer game. You know what I mean? It is a pioneer game. It, it is brand new IP and arguably a brand new genre. And yeah, I don't know. Hear me out. Elden Ring will be globally loved but all the super hardcore Souls players are going to hate it because it's not hard enough. Bet me that. Jake, that's already been coming up in the discussions, and I think people are just going to have to get further into the game. I have confidence that From Software is going to bust your teeth out about halfway through the game. I think the early game folks are saying, oh, it's easier, it's easier, it's easier. You're, you're an adept player. So you have to remember, the beginning of the game is usually very, very tough, but when you're a more adept from software player, it might seem easier. Just wait. You're going to get halfway through the game, and your teeth are going to get knocked out, and you're going to be like, yes, please more daddy. Like, you just see what I'm saying? You're just, you're, you're way, way too experienced right now for the early game areas to be a challenge. They're going to be hard, they're going to be a challenge, but they're going to feel easier. You know what I mean? Not a brand new genre at all? Sure it is. There is no third-person bullet hell rogue in existence. What do you mean? Where does that genre exist? Where can I play a game like Returnal? A third-person 
action adventure style bullet hell rogue <laughs> yes rogues exist yes bullet hell exists I've never played a third person action adventure bullet hell I've never played a, a, a third person action adventure bullet hell rogue yes they are okay so now you've said the same thing twice what games what are the games Robert don't just say the same thing twice <laughs> what's the game <laughs> where can I play it Elden Ring's plenty difficult. I played the CNT. I've experienced with every Souls-like game. To me, it was somewhat easy, but I have literally a decade of experience. That's what I'm saying. Give me some time to find the name. I'm working. I played a third-person rogue called Arborea, but it came out after Returnal, and it wasn't a bullet hill. It was not a bullet hill. Um, You know it's on Sony? There's a third-person bullet hell rogue on Sony? I mean, I just Google third person bullet hell rogue. Uh, I'm just seeing Returnal. House Marks Returnal is a bullet hell third person roguelike. I'm not. I don't know. Wheezy. Oh, you mean Returnal? <laughs> yeah, it's a Sony game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's a Sony game. It's great. It's called Returnal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, golly. You thinking of Risk of Rain? I mean, Risk of Rain is a third-person rogue. That is true, but it's not Bullet Hell. He might be thinking of Risk of Rain 2. Um... Halo Infinite released Battle Pass progression improvements. I'm happy to say it's made a very noticeable difference. I'm definitely leveling up faster, and importantly, the challenge feel much more doable uh, and natural instead of annoying and forcing you to play. Okay, that's going to obviously influence our talk that we're about to do. We're about to shift to a Halo stream. So they've rolled out changes already. Already. Okay. Void? Lono? What? What you talking about? Oh, servers are live? It's too late. We've got 15 minutes. I mean, I can boot... We, we can boot up and just maybe take a peek at, under the hood. I'll boot up the game and give you guys, like, maybe 10 minutes of gameplay here. We got 14 minutes to when I need to shift to the next stream. There's a there's one where the bullets firing makes metal music basically. Huh. Oh, wait. Is he talking about no straight roads where you're like fighting against ro- rock and roll with EDM or something? Tower of Guns, third person rogue bullet. Okay. Tower of Guns. Hang on. Tower of Guns released in March of 2014. It's a roguelike, single-player, first-person shooter video game developed by Terrible Posture Games. It features levels that were randomly created with possible elements making each playthrough unique. Okay. So it's first-person, not third. And 
It is a roguelike. Is it a bullet hell? I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It's fast-paced action. I don't know if it's being described as a bullet hell. It looks like it is a rogue shooter. I wasn't saying there were no rogue shooters. I was saying there's no third-person bullet hell rogue shooters. To me, it's more about the bullet hell. Like, bringing bullet hell to third-person shooter I thought was very creative. No, it's not marked as a bullets per minute either. Can't say that about a lot of games, even if you narrow it down. What is bullet hell? Um, bullet hell is basically when you play those old games where uh, there's all these bullets coming at you like crazy, crazy fast. Like those old like Galaga-style games and stuff. No, I wouldn't count isometric as third person. I would not. I think my issue with Returnal being a new game, new genre, new game type is that the third person combat with the bullet hell, it makes, I've never played a game like that before. Using three dimensional space action adventure to get around. Oh my gosh. It is, it's, I think it's ambitious, revolutionary. Please don't let it be a new dupe bug. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for booting up the servers for the New World Into the Void gameplay. And, uh... Oh, there's a dupe bug. Wealth transfers turned off. <laughs> uh, okay, there's not going to be anything that noticeable when we first boot up. There's not going to be anything that noticeable. Oh, click here to repair all equip gear at once. Okay. Alright, let's take a look at the map. Okay. Purple's still holding four, green's still holding five. Um, and then orange holding strong in the middle. Uh, let's see here. Anyone stuck on the splash screen? No Q? What sorcery is this? I pray every night for an announcement of Returnal DLC. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? They could just add some biomes like behind you or something. Like you get out of the ship and just go the other direction. Uh. Oh, we could go to the trade house. Let's show off the trade house. Um. 
Where is it? I'm trying to remember. It's like over here and up, isn't it? I think the area to the north will be occupied by the new people here soon. Oh, you think the Vang- the, the Varangians are going to take over up here? It's possible. You said they were going to be a faction, but I think they're going to control that area. It's possible. I didn't say they were going to be. I thought they could be. Okay, so here's a great change. Okay, let's show off this great change right now. I need oil. Oil? Who's talking about oil? You cooking? Okay, oil. All right. I need oil. And there's none in my town. But there's oil in Windsward. So I can buy as much as I need right now from Winsward. Did you wait, why did I lose so much money? Where did all my money go? I had I know I did some town board stuff last time. I only did I only did like a couple of town board things. I didn't spend two grand worth of town board, did I? Repairs? I didn't have any duped money. I didn't do any duping. I've only ever played on stream. Repairs or property tax? Repairs, just I just did it. Didn't it cost a couple hundred dollars? I've not paid my property tax. I, I'm back. I'm backed up. I haven't been paying it because I haven't been using it. Yeah, if you're duping, you get banned. You don't, yeah. Wait, defeat 10C. Yeah, I don't do anything like that. I don't do exploits. I don't do duping. We found an enemy once that was spawning really fast. We killed him maybe 10 times, and I was like, let's just stop. I don't do stuff like that. Someone roll back the tape. Yeah, go to the end of the last play session and figure out how much money did I have. Um. Huh. Maybe I had somehow had duped gold. I, so if somebody duped gold and I got it, but I wasn't getting gold from selling stuff. I was getting gold from doing, from doing missions. I didn't get any money from a duper. I didn't. I wasn't even selling that much stuff. Evan scale reach. Do, do, do. Rune of Holding. Oh, that's what it is. I didn't realize that when I bought these Runes of Holding, I thought it just used my faction tokens. It uses gold. That's what it is. That's it's it's not duped gold. I was going to say I hadn't even been selling that much stuff. I went in here 
and I wanted to get rid of my faction tokens, it's 1500 So I spent 3000 yesterday. That's where it went. Thank you. I was like, what the frick? I was like, where'd all my money go, man? <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> Where's my money, bro? Where's my money, man? Where's my money? I was close to the I was close to the cap. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. I need we need to switch and cover the Halo thing. We need to switch and cover the Halo thing. I will I'll I'm gonna set you guys up with this, okay? Um, um, yeah, let's go here. You can hop on. All right. I want to cover it first. I want to cover it first. So we're going to kick off the next screen, the next stream with coverage first. All right. Hang on a second. I gotta set up the redirect. Add redirect. Save. I don't know if it's saved. Hang on. Okay, I think it's saved. Okay, there it goes. Change is saved. I was like, what the frick is going on? Alright, hang on. Still laughing at the Chappelle reference. Oil? Look <laughs> at my oil. You cooking me? <laughs> Okay, let me give you a link to where we're going in case redirect doesn't work. Oh, let's end the poll as well. Okay. Here's where we are going in the event that it doesn't work. And I'll pin that at the top. Alright. Try to kill my father! (laughs) They're trying to kill my father! <laughs> a yellow cake. All right. Oh gosh. All right. All right. All right. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Okay. Well, they had an into the void trailer. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. We want this to fall under three hours, and it's going to. So if you if if anybody ended up on this video. Thank you uh, so much for clicking uh, on the video. We are going to be talking about the Halo Infinite Battle Pass and why I told you so. Happy to see 343 already responding and making changes. So we hope that uh, some of the testing we're going to do in this stream, we're hoping to see better results. But I wanted to cover this right on the front end of the video. So if you're looking sort of for my commentary on that, it'll be here in just a second. These are longer streams because they are live streams, but we try to put that content right on the front end if you're looking 